Hello, you're listening to Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo! Today's episode is our spring 2022 anime season preview. It's finally time, Chris. I have been I've been settling on the aspect of how crazy spring looks for quite some time. And it's one of those things where, like, it already looked crazy, and then they get announced into the show, and I'm like, this is getting crazier, and it's getting crazier. I don't know. I, it feels like every single anime studio is like, Let's release something in spring that's like super exciting, <laughs> and let's do our let's do our sequel of this series now because obviously everybody has a million hours in their day schedule, so everybody will be able to watch all this stuff. It is a sad thing. It's like I really feel like there's so much stuff coming in spring that so much of it's going to get lost, so much of it's not going to get watched. It, it, except, I mean, yeah, the core fandom I think is probably going to make time, <laughs> but I think for majority of people they're going to be like. Yeah, I can only watch these many shows. I don't know. It's I'm going to try. It's, <laughs> I don't know how many I'm going to get. I feel bad for Chris the most. Well, I'm also scared because I obviously do weekly impressions of certain shows. And it's like, man, it's going to suck having to really... Obviously, I don't want to release five impression videos a day because that's just not going to be good for algorithm. And nobody's going to want to watch all that stuff. But I'm gonna have. it's going to be difficult to figure out what I'm going to watch on a daily basis. But... We still got to wait for the schedule, the full schedule to come out to to figure that stuff out. But yeah, this is our this is our preview of it. I've already done a video where I pretty much did my like breakdown of my most excited, and this is where you guys get the full picture, everything, full synopsises that Andrew will butcher, and I'll butcher names. So I'm just gonna give a pre warning there for all the people. I know I'm gonna butcher names, and I'm gonna probably stumble over myself, but it's fine. You'll get you'll get your information in the end. But yeah. I, we should get started because it's probably going to be a pretty long episode. We'll see if it ends up having to be a two-parter at the end. <laughs> but for now, we're, we're good. So yeah, let's let's kick things off. Uh, again, we'll usually start with the new series, series that don't have any sort of prequel adaptation. Then we'll get into the sequel series. Then we'll get into the shorts. So, And then we'll talk about some OVAs and movies that we're excited for. So let's start it. Let's start it. Spy X Family. Start off with a bang. Spy X Family is our first one. This one is synopsis. Everyone has a part of themselves they cannot show to anyone else. At a time when all nations of the world were involved in a fierce war for information happening behind closed doors, uh, Ostania and Westalis have been uh, in a state of cold war against one another for decades. The the Westalis Intelligent Services Eastern Focused Division, <laughs> or WISE, uh, sends their most talented spy, Twilight, on a top-secret mission to investigate the movements of the Donovan Desmond, a chairman of Ostania's National United Party, a lot of names, uh, who has threatened peace efforts between the two nations. This mission is known as Operation Strix. Uh, it consists of putting together a family in one week in order to infiltrate social gatherings and organized by elite school of Desmond's sons attends. The, the, son, the place that Desmond's son attends. Twilight takes an identity of a, a psychiatrist, Lloyd Forger, and starts looking for family members. But Anya, the daughter he adopts, turns out to have the ability to read people's minds, while his wife, Yor, is an assassin. With <laughs> being in each other's interest to keep the facts hidden, they start living together, concealing their identities and one, from, uh, from one another. Uh, world peace is now in the hands of a brand new family as they embark on an adventure full of surprises. Yeah, I was a little bit surprised by that because I I thought that they would have um, kept it a secret. It, does it imply that they know each other? It, one's assassin, one's a spy. I'm assuming that um, 
With it being in each one of their own interests to keep these facts hidden, they start living together while concealing their true identities from one another. Okay, so they don't they don't know each other. Okay. So. Okay. I, I, for some reason, I read that weird the first time, so. Yeah, that sounds funny. That sounds really fun. <laughs> and, of course, it looks incredible. The PV already looks incredible, and that's because this is going to be a cross between, uh, a co-op between Cloverworks and Wit Studio. So, obviously, two very pronounced i mean wit studio has been a very pronounced studio ever since probably attack on titan put them on the map for a lot of people and cloverworks has been just my gosh over the last year cloverworks has been doing some insane stuff so yeah i'm I'm pretty excited about that yeah when wit studio goes full bore they are absolutely fantastic so i i'm i'm excited on that that realm i'm excited on the cloverworks side i'm also excited about their um their music uh, that that looks like they're putting in there. If, I don't know if you mentioned that. It looks like no name's going to be involved in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I and I really do love their music. So I yeah, there's a lot to be excited about with this show. And plus, cute lolly. I can't can't yeah the the can't deny that <laughs> for those that don't know, no name has done things like they did pretty much all the music for Grimgar, Fantasy, and Ash. Um, there's a couple other places they've done the music for, and I've always really enjoyed their music, but. Yeah, it's based off a manga. I've heard a lot of good things about the manga. I've also heard a lot of people that... It's one of those ones where you're hearing a lot of crosstalk about the manga. And there's a group of people that are like, sold. This is a really great story. Um, This is actually, I think, going... Yeah, this one has a a second part already announced for it. So that implies that we will at least get two cores for the series. The first core now and then probably the second core later on. Um, But no, it's like it has a lot of a lot of popularity behind it, but you also see a lot of people that are like, it's overrated. So it's like, usually when you hear it's overrated, that means it's probably going to be really good (laughs) (laughs) because you just have have a group of people that probably got it hyped up from them and they really hated the fact that it was hyped up for them. And so they get mad. Um, So it's got a lot of, got a lot of staying power behind it. And the, the people working on it's great as well. We have Tatsuya Indo is actually the mangaka that originally created it. Uh, they were assistant for uh, Tatsuki Fujimoto, for those that don't know, that's the person that created Chainsaw Man. So I don't know if he was an assistant for him during that time, but at least you know that they were with somebody that has a lot of pedigree and a lot of popularity. Uh, the director is Kazuhiro Furuhashi, who did Ramoni Kenshin, Dororo, and uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Unicorn. So again, solid team behind it. Two really prominent studios, uh, a well-known manga, like everything about this is good <laughs> everything about this is good so yeah definitely up there as one of my most excited series for the for the season for sure at least for new stuff besides konoichi which we'll get into later <laughs> but yeah good stuff good stuff hopefully hopefully Kovor keeps up the good work they they kind of proved this season that they were able to handle three shows they only had one kind of fumble um they do some incredible work for the other two shows so uh cloverwork saturdays as we say so I don't know. It kind of looks like she's floating right there. So maybe that is what you were talking about earlier. Christina panel, somebody flying. So I don't know if she's just kind of falling over or if she's flying. It looked like she fall, but who knows? Just kind of jumps and flies sideways. Like he scared her maybe. So yeah. Another one that I've heard a lot of positive news coming out of the source material is our next one, which is Shikimori is not just a cutie. Or is the Japanese title Kawaii Dake Janai Shikimori-san? This one, the ultimate heartthrob girlfriend appears. Naturally unlucky high schooler student named Izumi's girlfriend is his classmate Shikimori. 
She has a beautiful smile and kind personality and always seems to be happy when she's with Izumi. She's pretty cute uh, and loving girlfriend, but when Izumi's in trouble, she transforms into a super cool heartthrob girlfriend. The fun lives of the cute and cool Shikimori, Izumi, and their good friends never end. So, yeah, this is one of those ones where I, <laughs> I think we heard about this, uh, this getting an adaptation, and I was like, okay, that sounds kind of interesting. I kind of assumed it was going to be a teasing girl thing, like when they're in public, she's just a cutie. And then whenever they're alone, she's like super tease or something like that. And then I watched this VB. I'm like, oh, she becomes like super, super cool. Her eyes suddenly morph into angry boy eyes. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the PV looks great already. And I think that's part and due by this being from studio Dogokobo, which I think Dogokobo, besides like last season, we had, of course, um, uh, the, my senpai is annoying. It seems like they kind of took a little break, so I'm happy to kind of see them coming back. And they always do really good work. They they were kind of like my CloverWorks kind of took my attention for one of those kind of side studio that's doing some incredible stuff. But I still I still have a love a lot of love for Dogokobo, so I'll definitely be excited for this one particularly. And like I said, I'm hearing a lot of positive things coming out of the manga, so hopefully they adapt it properly. Is it, was, oh sorry, it definitely looks interesting. I I I I kind of like the idea of. The um it, because a lot of this is definitely going to be um framed around how the, the basically you can see a lot of different artwork not artwork styles just um how how much artwork changes a, a character just based on like like Andrew was saying just the eyes the difference in eyes you can see one scene where she's absolutely just. Her eyes are soft and and she looks really really open and sweet and cutesy and then all of a sudden you see this uh, determined um, uh, very sharp eyes and, and how much of a difference in just basically one scene in and one character how much of a difference that just simple things can make in in changing the way that you perceive the character is just absolutely going to be fun to see a lot of that. I hope they can really pull off the 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 humor and all that stuff. At the, I mean, it looks like it can be a lot of fun though. Yeah, she looks really cool. I I, I really do like the, a lot of the artwork for her. It, it it does look like she like legitimately cares for him, and I think that's yeah. going to be a really cool aspect of the story. I think the only thing that gives me a little pause is seeing those shots of the Doki Doki main character, and I'm like, okay. Hopefully it's not like half the show is him going, you know, hearts around him going, oh my gosh, she is so adorable. It's like, okay, yeah, we we get it. We get it after the third episode and you're still doing that half the show. So that's my only concern is being the aspect that he knows it's about her. And then he obviously geeks out about it to not let that hopefully take overtake the show. So we'll see though. Yeah, like I mentioned, it's, it's based on a uh, manga. The genres are comedy, romance, slice of life. The director is Ryota Ito, who worked on New Game, Sing Yesterday for Me, Ping Pong the Animation, and My Senpai is Annoying. Series composition by Yoshimi Narita, who did Senpai is Annoying and I Star Chu, and is currently doing three shows this season, so hopefully they're not overworked. <laughs> but that, that gives me a lot of promise there, because being Doga Kobo, and you have a director in series composition that did work for um, specifically My Senpai is Annoying, which we really did enjoy, so... And I think my senpai annoying did really fantastic at romance and slice of life aspects, which this technically has. So, and comedy, of course. Yeah. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Another cute little rom com that's around the corner. I think we're gonna have like a season of rom coms. I think so. That's that's good. We always we always enjoy our rom coms. We just got done doing a podcast about roms and coms. So, 
Uh, we have a couple of cuckoos, which I think Crunchyroll announced like cuckoos. five years ago. Cuckoos, uh, cuckoos. Obviously, it's cuckoos. Koko uh, no Inazuke mixed up with another family's child as a baby. High schooler Imun, uh, Umino Nagi is finally meeting his biological parents. One the, on the day of their meeting, he happens to encounter Amano Erika, a high schooler student at a prestigious and wealthy school, girl school. At her request, he is uh, half-forced into pretending to be her boyfriend so she can avoid marrying her fiancé. However, not only were they uh, the two babies that were mixed up, they're also engaged to uh, to each other. The loving parents of both families officially recognize their engagement, and the couple begins living together. Nagi is in love with his classmate uh, Sagawa Hiro, and Erika is determined to rebel against her father. So the couple agreed not to get involved with each other, the mix-up and chaotic romance comedy starts now. So we already have... So <laughs> from from the synopsis, we're already establishing a love triangle. Yeah, i I seen that. But it's, so she's basically... Um, to not marry him, she's going to pretend to be... Mar- uh, to, to want to be with him. That, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it kind of insinuates that she was trying to be his boyfriend in order, or she was trying to be uh, related to him or in a relationship with him in order to avoid a, a marriage that I think the marriage ends up being with him. So yeah. <laughs> it ends up turning out in the end. But the problem is going to be that she just doesn't care for being told what to do and he has somebody else that he likes. So that's kind of what I'm getting from it. So. Yep. Goodness. And uh, Studio Shinny Animation and Synergy SP will be working on it, which are decent studios. Um, PV looks decent, so hopefully they can keep up that quality. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, chief director is Hiro, Hiro Aki Akagi, who did TZ Master Takagi-san, the Snow, uh, Those Snow White Notes, and Episode 1 of Rakugo Shinju, which was a really good episode. Series composition by Yasuhiro Naka, Na, Nakanishi, who did uh, Hanaka-kun, Kaguya-sama Love is War, Irodoku and Carol on Tuesday, which are all fantastic series. Uh, and the creator is Miki Yoshikawa, who, of course, she did Yamada-kun and the Seven Witches. So it's another kind of interesting thing to add to the mix as well, because that was a that was a solid series. I kind of wish we had more seasons of it, but it was a, it was a series that we did enjoy. I think you'd enjoy it too, right? What's that? Yamada-kun and the Seven Witches. Oh, yeah. I loved it. So, yeah. Same creator. So there you go. Crunchyroll, you finally had that series come out. <laughs> So yeah, the assumption there is that Crunchyroll will be streaming, so keep that in mind. I think pretty much, unless I say otherwise, it's probably going to be on Crunchyroll. So that's probably a safe bet. Yeah, not Funimation. No more, no more Funimation. So uh, next one that I'm super excited for is Ahedin San is indecipherable. Uh, this is I <laughs> when I recorded my video for this. For some reason, my brain could not say indecipherable it's here there i go again i'm doing it again I'm, i don't know why that word is so hard for me to say indecipherable it, yeah indecipherable i don't know why i couldn't say it and now i'm doing it again or the japanese title aheren wa hakarenai this one of the stories follows the indecipherable daily life of the short and quiet reina aharen and raido who sits next to her aharen is a is not so good at gauging the distance between people and Raido initially felt uh, some distance between the two of them. One day, when Raido uh, picked up the eraser that Aharin had dropped, the distance between them suddenly became uncomfortably close. She rides doggies. Uh, uncomfortably close. Oh, he's, she's hugging him. 
Uh, Studio Felix Film will be working on... <laughs> Poor girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> the PV just showed her trying to do eye drops and her face is covered with water. Uh, anyways... <laughs> Totally wholesome pictures. So don't 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 misinterpret what we just said. Definitely. Well, considering the original creator is the one that created uh, um, uh, Denki Guy, you can I make know your own it, it was there. completely and totally a wholesome picture, and there was nothing that you could misinterpret in that in that scene at all. So is the is the the ongoing joke going to be the fact that she just doesn't want to wear glasses? It seems to be implying that she just doesn't. She doesn't have very good depth perception. Um, I don't know if it's because she's just half blind or, or what. She looks dorky though. Anyways, the space of a manga the genres are comedy, romance, slice of life. Um, the chief director is Yasutaka Yamamoto, who did Servant X Service, and actually I am the director is Tomoe. Makino, who did Kotora Lives Alone, which I've been hearing a lot of good things about that one releasing here recently. Series composition by Tako Yoshioka, who did Million Lives, uh, Horimiya, Kanahana Katan, Interview with Monster Girls, Working in Your Lion April, and the character designs by Yuko Yahiro, who did Kaguya Summer Love is War. So, yeah. Good stuff there. I, I really do want to go back and watch Denki Guy again. I don't, I don't think that I was really in the mood for it at the time. And obviously an entire manga shop full of people that look like they're five years old <laughs> was a little weird for me at the time. Uh, but I think I'd probably accept a lot more now than I did then. But um, I think the art style works perfect here. She's adorable. And um, yeah, I cannot wait to see the shenanigans and they get to, into. Of course, this is probably going to be one of those ones where it's going to be very probably heavily reliant on me not being annoyed by the side characters because I, I'm already sold on the main two. And everybody else on the sides is kind of like those a little hesitation here with these side characters. We'll see. We'll see. We already we already have somebody that likes. <laughs> I just love the we're spinner. To, I am so going, stuck on the spinner. We're going, <laughs> we're going back to fidget spinners again. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I have never seen that kind of stuff done with fidget spinners. So uh, I, I'm sure that there's probably crazy people that do that kind of weird stuff. So. Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. Fucking <laughs> eye drops. <laughs> Poor girl. It, it looks. It, I I think she's absolutely adorable, and I cannot wait to see the 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 goofy hijinks involved in a lot of that. I, I'm I'm guessing it's going for kind of a. Uh, she's she's probably just unaware of the social cues that she's picking or she's putting out, and so she's just getting into all kinds of weird stuff. And I I'm guessing that it's more along the lines of just him reacting to a lot of what she's doing. So this is absolutely a form formula that i'll probably absolutely love so i can't wait for that yeah well, like i said there, there's a couple cues in there that makes it seem like she's just like trying to get close to see something but yeah i, I think it, my initial thought and i think that's really gonna be the case is that she just has like a lack of knowledge and social boundaries and and personal space and stuff which will again be fun so well it looks like he's got social obviously she's flicking well. around a fidget spinner so obviously she can see <laughs> She's juggling a fidget spinner, so obviously. Yeah, can't wait to see her driving the, the dog. I, I, I'm I'm absolutely stuck on the dog as well. Yeah. Aharen-san is indecipherable. Good stuff. Moving on. Yeah, yell at me if I don't say the title at the end, because people get really mad when I don't say the title of the show after we talk about it, uh, which I understand, because you're listening to a podcast, and you're like, okay, this sounds really good. What, what was it again? 
Uh, next one. I will quit being a hero. Uh, this one is Yusha Yamamasu. Uh, uh, I think this is one that's actually streaming on High Dive. I could be wrong. Yeah, I think it is High Dive. Uh, Yusha Yamamasu. This one is after saving the world, the strongest hero, Leo, became someone who uh, is not wanted in the peaceful human world. He was too strong. Exiled. He seeks a job at the Demon King's army. Or at the Demon King's army? Okay. <laughs> Which he had defeated and needs to be rebuilt. Okay. The army had many problems. Too much work. Financial troubles. Etc. Leo starts to uh, make things better using his power. Leo encounters uh, Echidona. I'm guessing it's going to be pronounced the same. Uh, again. And asks her why she invaded the human world. There was an unexpected story. We already have a, uh, a, a a Beast Girl, so I'm already sold on this show. Uh, the studio is EMT Squared. Source is a light novel. The genres are action, adventure, comedy, fantasy. Series composition by Shigeru uh, Murakoshi, who did Zombieland Saga, Gymnastic Samurais, and Seton Academy. Join the pack. So, good stuff there. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty chill on this one. Your thoughts? <laughs> I, I've already said the fact that uh, we have a Beast Girl, so that's that's pretty good for me. As long, depending on how much we get the Beast Girl, uh, we also have a girl that looked kind of like Cruel Tepes for one shot. So that that's always a good one too. Oh, we have Cruel in here. She looks like Cruel Tepes for a minute. Yeah, that girl right there. I guess I can kinda, she's a demon yeah, lord. I can see that. I'm assuming she's a demon lord. She looked at, she looked like Cruel Tepes. I for thought a the I thought uh, Silver Hair was probably her. So I don't know. It looks very. Very interesting. I I'm not I'm not gonna uh, write it down on the list. That's for sure. But I do like the concept. Um, basically, him him defeating her and then going there and then basically rebuilding the the demon uh, the demon queen's army. So it, it it's a it's a really fascinating concept in and, and I kind of like it. Um, so yeah, I I am definitely interested in this for sure. Yeah, that'll be one of those ones where I need to, I need to, I need an episode to watch because it's not completely grabbed me. But yeah, an interesting concept nonetheless. So yeah, I will quit being a hero. Check that out. Like I said, I think that will be on High Dive. So it's in a, it's in a weird place. At least High Dive got more than one show this season. That's a good thing. Moving on, we have Summertime Render. I don't know why, but whenever I talk about this show, I say rendering, and I don't know why. I think it's just a, I don't know, graphics design thing. Uh, I'm thinking. <laughs> and, and video rendering. Uh, a tragic incident calls a young man named Shinpei back to his hometown on the remote island of Higotoshima, Japan. But something sinister awaits him upon his return, and a chilling sequence of events unfold that will have dire consequences for Shinpei, for Japan, and the entire world. Studio OLM is going to be working on this one. Source is a manga. The genres are action, drama, mystery, supernatural, thriller. It's already slated for doing 25 episodes, so two full cores. The director is Ayumu Watanabe, who did Komi-san Can't Communicate, Fortune uh, Favors, Lady Nikuko, Children of the Sea, and After the Rain. Series composition by Hiroshi Seko, who did Attack on Titan, Jujutsu Kaisen, Dodo Heidoro, Vinland Saga, and Banana Fish. So really solid series composition writer. And yes, this one will be streaming on Disney Plus, which I guess we can get into now. We have no clue if Disney Plus will be doing worldwide simulcasting, so that's going to be up in the air. Of course, they did get licensed for worldwide, and they said they want to make it available everywhere, but we don't quite know 
how the release schedule will end up being. Are they going to hold all the episodes until they did a full drop like Netflix used to, or, well, they still do, <laughs> or if we're going to get simulcast of it. But this is Disney's attempt to get into that that market, so it's, it's question marks all around. So, yeah, um, I've heard a lot of good things about the source material. Obviously, the big concern that we still have at this point is we don't know how Disney Plus, at least in the U.S., is going to handle it. I know that they have a lot of violent stuff in other countries, but Disney Plus in the United States is kind of, they're different. But um, it looks like a little interesting game. Uh, I think somebody mentioned the aspect of some, um, I don't know if I want to say that because it's not in the synopsis. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be interested to see how this one turns out. Like I said, I've, I've heard a lot of good things about the source material. It was kind of one that at the time I think I wanted to check out the source material to see what everybody was talking about. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see if it's something that can turn to be a solid series. But uh, again, this is all going to depend on when and how we're going to get it. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people that are already like, yeah, probably um, sailing the high seas for this one. I, I personally have zero desire to get a Disney Plus account. <laughs> but I think I'll probably make a decision once I hear how it's going to be distributed. Because like I said, I do want to watch it because I've heard some good things about it. But um, we'll see. We'll see. Your your thoughts? And I think it's going to be a, a violent show. Yeah. So I, I it looks it's good. It's got the thriller genre. Some of the characters look really cute. I'm not going to say cute. I guess cute is a bad word for so that. some good character designs. They, they look ad- attractive. They got Tangirl. Um, Tangirl, best girl. But yeah, it, 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 I, I, I see guns pointed at heads, and I'm not, not really into that. So we'll see. It's Andrew, all a ruse. Andrew might drag me into it. We'll see what happens. I will say, if, there's, if this is one of those cases where who's the bad guy, it's going to be this chick in the background here because she looks too happy and normal. <laughs> She's totally going to be the bad guy. It's going to make you think, like, the girl with the gun is it, or, um, like, the bad mechanic guy is going to be this happy-looking... She's probably a teacher. She's probably the one. I'm calling it. Summertime Render. Not Summertime Rendering. Check that out if that's interesting to you. Moving on. Let's move on. Let's move on to another Crunchyroll title. Again, they're probably going to have everything. (laughs) The Greatest Demon Lord is Reborn as a Typical Nobody. Or Shijo Saikyo no Daimao Murabito ni Tensei Isuru. As the most powerful entity of all time, the demon lord Vavatos thinks his uh, thinks life is a big fat snore. When he takes matters into his own hands and decides to reincarnate, he calibrates his magical strength to be a perfectly average. But there is no way he could have predicted that everyone in the modern world would be a weak would be weak as hell, which means he totally is overpowered once again, of course. Reborn under the name Ard, uh, he has ladies fawning over him, big shock. The royal family begged him begging him to become the next king, big shock. And the ex-minion insists on killing him. And an ex-minion insists on killing him? Okay. Uh, but Ard is on the one uh, one-track mind and he won't stop at anything to achieve his ultimate goal. Head him. Obviously, head him. So another isekai... Well, it's, it's again... We're, we're, we have to have the discussion eventually. Are we going to just, uh, just... Can we just kind of combine isekai and reborn? I mean, we're, we're technically dealing with the same kind of formulas and tropes as the isekais. You might as well make reborn into the isekai realm, but... 
yeah, we're 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 seeing a lot of reborn shows. I think once a season um, amongst all the set guys. So I think they're trying to just mold it a little different. And I actually do kind of prefer that because it doesn't require too much thought about the whole reborn aspect. It's just like okay, they're there again. Doesn't matter. Just gives it just gives them a more. It gives them the knowledge of an adult without being an adult, which is kind of weird. <laughs> but um, yeah, Silver Link and Blade is working on it. Sources of light novel genres are action, etchy, fantasy, romance. Director is Mirai Minato, who did Balfuri, uh, Fate Collide, Liner, Prisma, Ilya, Our Last Crusade. Serious competition by Michiko Yokote, who's she's done like a million shows, so they're all good. So it's a good serious competition writer right there. Yeah, and shrug, shrug for me, but we'll see. Um, always gives this, always uh, willing to give these types of shows a shot. Uh, we'll see if it ends up doing something interesting or just being a reborn to be OP with harem. We always we always look for that brown couch or the red couch. Right, yellow couch. It's a, it, it seems interesting. I like a, I like the 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 concept of the. I, it kind of feels like they're uh, doing something similar to. Um, didn't I say to make my? Uh, yeah, I thought about my that. powers average and and kind of a mixture between that and uh, strongest sage. So we'll 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 see how. It, like it's trying to take that that the the make my powers uh, average and try and make it more serious. But and and make it more shonen-y. I don't know. I, I'm trying to make 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 sense of it. It sounds interesting. We'll see how it works. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's the greatest demon lord is reborn as a typical nobody, who's not a nobody because I just told you the synopsis and he's literally a, not a nobody. <laughs> Why do you make the title so not what it actually is? Uh, Skeleton Knight in Another World or Gaikoshu. Kishi-sama, Tadaima, Isekai e Odekakechu. Jesus, that name. One day, a gamer played video games until he fell asleep. That's, that's literally a lot of people. You gotta, you gotta really narrow it down. <laughs> and when he woke up, he found himself in a game world as a skeleton, equipped with the powerful weapons and armor of his avatar, but stuck in its frightening skeletal appearance, Ark has to find uh, a place for himself in the new fantas- uh, fantastical land. All his hopes for a quiet life are dashed when he cross paths with a beautiful elven warrior, setting him on a journey full com- full conflict and adventure. I, I I just I'm I'm calling it now. I don't even know why Crunchyroll picked it up. I see this one be having a lot of controversy. <laughs> yep, Are you already seeing it in the PV. Oh, by sure, far. It, it the PV basically implies to me that he's just going to meet a bunch of girls that are being assaulted, and he saves them, and that's that's how he builds his harem. His harem, yeah. Is is he saves a bunch of girls from being um, forced upon by men? So expect that studio kai is working on it along with hornets and we've heard of hornets but obviously we know who studio kai is uh the source is a light novel the genres are action adventure fantasy and uh yeah like i said before it's apparently going to be streaming on crunchyroll so we'll see how that goes or the, the next season is going to be very interesting we'll, we'll say that <laughs> uh but yeah this one's um i mixed it's very much overlord but not you know being a leader of a a, a crypt, a dungeon. So him just basically running around and trying to fit in while again, building a harem. So I'll be interested to see how that kind of turns out. 
It's a little bit of use of CGI in there because obviously uh, apparently animators don't know how to animate armor anymore. So <laughs> we'll see how that how that turns out. It looks like it blends in pretty well for the earlier segments when they do do it. So I'm not too bothered by it. But um, we'll see how... Obviously, it doesn't bother me too much, but we'll see how much it relies on that whole aspect of saving the girls from bad men thing. Yeah, pretty much. We'll see. Uh, how Asada-san, Asada-san, Asada-san it will be. That'll be really the, the deal breaker for me. If I feel at some point that I, it gets uncomfortable, I'll probably end up shutting down on it very quickly. But... I I'm I'm fine. It with might the just concept. be two. It might just it be might two just scenarios. Be, yeah, it might just be setting up those guys and how much of a horrible people they are, so that you don't feel so bad about him slicing him in half. So yeah, we'll I mean that would be a good question mark. It will end up turning into one of those things where he he looks like a bad guy, but he's technically saving a lot of people, and it, it ends up turning one of those things where he becomes technically the bad guy to humans because it. It, it, basically, every human that's popped up on the screen for the PV has turned out to be somebody trying to force themselves on a woman, whereas everybody else is like elves and stuff. So I wonder if it's going to turn on those things where, kind of like Tsukimichi, what if he turns into being the bad guy to humans just by the circumstance that they're they're all terrible people? <laughs> yeah, which that would that would be kind of interesting. So we'll see. It's kind of it's kind of up there for me, but we'll we'll see we'll see how it turns out. Uh, that is the Skeleton Knight in another world. Moving on. The one that got an updated PV or key art that looks terrible in my opinion, but I think that's what it's kind of going for for the Atomi thing. But yeah, trapped in a dating sim, the world of Atomi games is tough for mobs. Or Otomaga, Otomage, Sekai wa mob ni kibishi sekai desu. This one, office worker Leon. There's a lot of Leos and Leons in this season. Leon is reincarnated into a particularly punishing dating sim video game where women reign supreme and only beautiful men have a seat at the table. But Leon has a secret weapon. He remembers everything from his past life, which includes a complete playthrough of every uh, of the very game in which he is now trapped. He played an Atomi game. Mm. I mean, I'm not against that. Watch Leon spark a revolution to change his new world into an order... Uh, in order to fulfill his ultimate desire of living a quiet, easy life in the countryside. Sounds very familiar. Everybody wants to live a quiet, peaceful life in the countryside, and he's that guy, obviously. Studio is ENGI. Sources of light novel. Genres are action, adventure, comedy, drama, fantasy, mecha, mecha? Romance. <laughs> yes, there's mecha apparently in there somewhere. <laughs> a director Kazuya Miura who did uh, Zaki-chan uh, wants to hang out and full dive a series composition by Kenta Ihara who did Miroko-chan Tsukimichi Tanya the Evil uh, again this is the person that's doing uh, a couple of shows this season so thoughts that's a an interesting concept for sure I I I mean, and and maybe I'm 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 following it wrong. Okay, he's in the Atome game, mm-hmm. but he's not. He's obviously not one of the pretty boys. No, he's a side character. Yeah, so he's kind of causing probably side events that that and and basically he's playing a uh, a, a shadow puppet and causing things to happen, probably setting up the making the uh the the kind of love interests become more and more prevalent uh, in in the harem's route so basically he's he's playing the the bad guy in the 
the Atome game. Well, what we do know is that he played the Atome game before he was Isekai. Right. He gets Isekai into that Atome game, so he's there, and he's a mob, a side character, but obviously knows what all is going on. So yeah, my assumption is that either he decides to use his knowledge of what kind of happens in the Atome game to get some sort of benefit, or yeah, he could just be trying to go for the best route. Like, okay, this dude right here, his route ended with, you know, world peace in the end. This guy right. causes a war, so I might want to help this guy get in there and then, you know, yeah, get some benefit out of it in the end. Like, you know, hey, can I get some land if I get you the, that girl? It could be that. Or he could just basically try to overthrow the whole thing because he he knows the nitty-gritty dirt of everybody. Like, he knows, you know, this guy had a dark secret, and if everybody knew, but the, you know, the main girl interest knew it and kept it a secret because that's how they fall in love, he could reveal it. So, I don't know. It's a, it's a very fascinating concept. I I... I can only hope they pull this off because this could be a very interesting one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like right here, he challenges the guy to duel because it'd be, he knows his weakness or knows that he can't fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see that, that, that could, that could be really cool, but we'll see. Uh, Trapped in the dating sim, the world of Atome games is tough for mobs. Moving on, we have Tomodachi Life, another one that I've heard a lot of positivity around the source material, but um, finally coming around. High school student Katagiri Yuichi, who values friendship above all else, enjoys a fulfilling life with his close friends Sawagiri Shiho, Mikase Tenji, Shiha, uh, Shibe, Shibe uh, Makoto, and Kokorogi uh, Yutori. However... After a particular incident, they are dragged into a debt repayment game. The only way to beat the Tomodachi game is to not uh, doubt their friends. Bound together by solid friendships, the game should have been easy, but the hugely popular comic that Solo... Uh, okay, so, so uh, plugging for the, sh- the thing itself. So it just ends with but. <laughs> but somebody in the group betrays everybody. You know that's when it's going to come to. Studio is Okuro, uh, Okuro, Okut, Okuroto. Why can't I say that? Okuruto Noboru, uh, which they've really only done Hidden Dungeon Like and Enter and How Not to Summon Demon Lord, uh, along with uh, Tezuka Productions. So they haven't really done too much. I think it's probably the only thing that's going to put a big fear in there. But uh, the source is a manga, of course. Dramas are drama, fa- uh, mystery, psychological. Series composition by Kenta Ihara, again, who did Miroko-chan and Tsukimichi Moonlit Fantasy and Tanya the Evil, who's also doing the previous show. So, Yeah, like I said, I've heard a lot of positive things about the source material. Again, I'm a little bit hesitant based on the fact that the studio really hasn't done much, but that doesn't mean they can't do a good project, um, especially if they get the good budget and timing and planning and everything ahead of themselves. But um, the PV only having stills is concerning, but that is a an older PV, so yeah. I is this even even in your realm of possibilities? I don't know. We'll we'll see. It, it's it. I mean, I the don't, bad guy looks like Chucky, apparently. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm wondering if basically they're it, the way it sounds to me is they're basically playing a. Uh, a uh, psychological uh, game where they're effectively toying with each other uh, as far as... There's still no PV. Still no actual animated PV. I wonder if this one's going to get delayed. 
Why do I have a feeling this is going to get delayed? We still don't even have an animated PV available for it. Basically, we're we're. It looks to me, it, it sounds to me like they're supposed to be friends, but there's going to be constantly things that will undermine their their uh, their trust of each other. So it, it, I don't know. I I I hope so. I well, that's a big question mark. Is it going to be one of those things where okay, the game itself requires you to trust your friends, or is it going to be one of those things where you can trust your friends, but the Chucky doll goes around and secretly tells them, if you betray this person, I'll cover your debts. And then it turns into a game of them backstabbing each other because they realize that money is more important than friends. That's kind of where I see it going to. Or it could be one of those things where the main character is so trusting, he thinks they're all good friends, and then he comes to find out, no, everybody is totally willing to backstab each other. And he was the only one that was naive enough to think that they were all friends. Either way, I'm, I'm pretty interested in it. Like I said, I've, I've heard some positive things about the source material, so hopefully, like I said before, that they adapt it well. It doesn't turn into one of those things where all the source material people jump in and say, you're doing a terrible job, they did this wrong. <laughs> Which could totally happen. But yeah, Tomodachi game. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Moving on, we have our first sports show. Surprising it took this long to get into our first sports show. This one's called Ao Ashi. Or this one, uh, the synopsis is Ashito Aoi is a young, aspiring football. soccer ball... Uh, football player. He's not a soccer player. Football, yes. Football. football. Aspiring soccer player from Backwater Town in Japan. His hopes of getting into a high school with a good soccer club are dashed. Oh my gosh, why does... Why is it always the case with every one of these sports shows? A guy wants to go to a good school that has a good, and they always end up with the like terrible school that has the terrible team because it's an underdog story. You always want, you always want the. Nobody wants to to watch a story about somebody joining like the best prestigious school with the best soccer team or whatever. Anyway, sorry, side tangent. He doesn't <laughs> even have to try. the The team just carries him all the way there. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> He's actually the worst player. That'd be great, just having a story about a guy that joins, like, the best school with the best team, and they're just, like, the bench warmer. Because they're so bad. And the, the entire show is his perspective, thinking about what the, the game no, is. No, no, even better, he gets to the very last game, they're about to, to clinch the, 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 the win for everything, and he's got, he gets, he gets fouled, and he, all he has to do is make that one shot. And he, that, bit, he the misses one the, shot. And he misses but the, the one shot. But it's the laces the, and were that's in. The, <laughs> the laces were in. That's the entire show is is him being carried all the way until the end of the season where he f- misses that one shot. The laces were in. <laughs> the laces were in. <laughs> Greatest show ever. The laces were in. Uh, anyways, where the hell was that? This one. Um, uh, his hopes were dashed in getting into a high school with a good soccer club when he causes. An incident during a critical match for his team. Well, there you go. Which results in the loss and elimination of the tournament. There we go. We called it. Nevertheless, he catches the eye of someone important who happens to be visiting from Tokyo. How will things turn out for Ashito? So he's going to basically screw up the best team. And then he's going to get brought into another team that's not doing well. That just totally screwed up our old joke. I'm 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 still I'm still totally stuck on my stuck on my joke and 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 I I I want he's going to be like commenting on things that are happening and and have somebody be right beside him where he's talking about something and he knows nothing about it so he's he's talking completely out of the side of his mouth and the other guy's like what are you talking about. <laughs> 
We're playing soccer, not football. This is a home run. Watch, watch, it's a home run. Man, where's the hockey puck? This is soccer. Oh my gosh. I'm stuck on it. This is the greatest show guy ever. Walks, I want to see the guy show. walks guy walks out. <laughs> guy walks out with ice ice shoes on or what do you call them? The ice blade shoes and, and they're like, What are you doing in those shoes? Anyway, sources of manga, genres are sports, if you hadn't guessed already. Um serious conversation by Masahiro uh Yoko Tani, who did Re Zero, uh, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai and Soccer Quest. And yeah, it'll be on Crunchyroll. I guarantee you this show will be nothing like the one that I was saying. It'll probably be good compared to what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Awashi. Check that out if if that sounds interesting to you. Moving on. Moving on, moving on, moving on. We have Love After World Domination or Koi wa Sekai Seifuku no Ato de. This one is There Are Two Sides to Every Coin. Light versus Dark. Good versus Evil. Love versus hate sometimes the line between those two grow thin and it's so so easy to cross so it's no surprise that fudo aikawa aka red gelat gelato of the gelato five and hero to all people just may have happened to fall for the villainous and member of the shadow organization gecko desumi magahara but when opposing uh, when opposites like this attract, there's more than a few obstacles to their love. What's a pair like this to do? Obviously, gelato. fall over and give a, a quick panty shot. Is it a gelato? Gelato, probably. Okay. Gelato sounded funnier, though. Okay. Like gelatin? Yeah, it's, it's a type of gelatin. Yeah, sure. Gelato. Yeah. Anyways. God, they got some huge eyes in the show. Uh, studio is project number nine. The sources of manga, the genres are action, comedy, etchy, romance, supernatural. So, not really anybody of note behind it, but um, yeah, I think we talked about this a couple times in our news and podcast uh, discussionals and stuff. I definitely was immediately kind of uh, captured by the PV that they released for it when they first announced it, and um, yeah, definitely sounds like a. A fun shenanigan show that would definitely be promising. Yeah, I still still am absolutely thrilled and excited about this one. I immediately put it on my list. It's it's one that I've I've wanted to watch for a very long time. So not much to say outside of I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah, definitely going to be in the realms of like a yeah the the superhero Power Ranger Sentai kind of thing. But I mean, they even have like the full team. Pink Ranger, Yellow Ranger, Blue Ranger, Green Ranger, and just um, unfortunately, the main guy decides to fall in love with what looks like uh, Yatterman. <laughs> looks like the Yatterman, uh, Yatterman lady. What was that? What, what was her name? Yatterman Knights. Anyways, yeah, Love After World Domination. Definitely interested in that one. Yeah, she, I'm she sure looks that like Lucy. Actually, she looks like Lucy. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure that they're going to toy with tropes and everything like that. So, oh yeah, look look for that. Yeah, pretty much the same as like the current show of the season with um the the research lab of the world domination, yeah. whatever it's called. Anyways, moving on, we have the executioner and her way of life, or Shoke uh, Shoujo no Virgin Road. The lost ones are. Uh, the lost ones are wanderers who come from here from a distant world known as Japan. No one knows how or why they leave their homes. They only uh, the 
The only thing that they're certain is that they are bring disaster and calamity. The duty of exterminating them is with, with, without remorse falls on Minnow, a young executioner. When she meets Akari, it seems like just another job until she discovers that it's impossible to kill this girl. <laughs> and when Minnow begins to search for a way to defeat this immortality, Akari is more than happy to tag along. So begins the journey that will change Minnow forever. I think this is the one that we were talking about. Oh my gosh, it feels like at least a year ago that this is like one of those ones where it seems like an assassin that kills isekais, which is kind of an interesting, an interesting twist to everything. Um, studio is JC Staff, the source is a light novel. The series composition by Shogo Yasukawa, who did Danmachi, Inglemois, Minchibosu Colors, Food Wars, and Planetarian, and genres are action, adventure, drama, fantasy. So, yeah, I think this, I think this one, this one was first announced. I was like, I'm curious how dark this will feel because you're technically following a girl who, again, technically goes around and kills people that get isekai to the world. Like, just random people are being brought from Japan to this world and she's just murdering them. Um, I'm assuming it's going to turn into one of those things where everybody that gets isekai ends up being, like, bad people. Like, the worst of the worst gets isekai from Japan or Tokyo to this world and they just become overpowered people that kill people. Or is it going to be like, yeah, some random girl gets transported to the world and she's just, you know, just an innocent person and then suddenly her throat's cut? It's, it's, that's the big question mark. Because how am I going to like a main character that literally just goes around murdering innocent people? Um, I, like, so like, I, th- I think it's going to turn into one of those things where she's probably killing baddie set guys. But, uh, an interesting, definitely an interesting twist to the whole idea. Yeah, definitely is. I, 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 like the concept of, of something that is kind of flipping it. I, I, I mean, we, we've mentioned it several times when, and, and you can usually hear it in our, our voice in a lot of cases, something that flips the, flips the script and changes the way that you, you perceive the, the, um, the, the ideas that they've already done. So I, back to the Brown couch again. I mean, I love the idea of doing something different with the ideas and this is definitely one of those. So yeah, I'm 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 kind of kind of very interested in this one. I hope it doesn't get too dark, but yeah, I'm definitely interested in it. It'd be kind of funny seeing the idea of like, oh, I can't kill you because you're immortal. Okay, I'm gonna have to figure something out. She's like, okay, well, I, I like you, so I'm gonna follow you around until you can figure it out. Yeah, they're definitely not gonna become friends. <laughs> definitely not gonna have, have friends out of that whole thing. So it might be have some little Yuri in there. I was getting thinking the same thing. It sounds absolutely set up for Yuri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely got some cute character designs. The some of the shots look really good. A little bit of a shifting in it in different shots, so we'll we'll see if they can keep on model and stuff. But yeah. The Executioner and her way of life. Definitely another one that I'm kind of kind of interested in, so. Moving on, we have the show that I th- another show that's been was announced like literally 5 years ago. <laughs> That's finally coming out. And that is Dance Dance Dancer. Dancer Noble, a ballet dancer qualified to dance the role of the prince. Second year junior high school student Murano Junpei was fascinated by the ballet as a by ballet as a uh, boy, but gave up dancing after his father's death, as he had become a man. However, one day a beautiful transfer student named Godai Miyako appears before him. Miyako no- takes notice on Junpei's love for ballet and invites him to dance with her. Along with Miy- uh, Miyako's cousin Mori Ryu, uh, he begins his career as a full-fledged ballet dancer. 
with the aim of becoming the world's best dancer, the Densio Noble. Only uh, those who have sacrificed everything are permitted to stand in this beautiful and harsh world of classical ballet. What will be the fate of a total beginner like Junpei? That's, that, that's, that synopsis sound intense. Studio is Mappa. Sources of manga. Genres are drama, romance, slice of life, sports. The series composition by Yoshimi Narita, who did Senpai's Annoying. I start Chu. Again, this is the one that was doing like three shows a season. So. And it'll be on Crunchyroll. So. Yeah, I will start by saying, holy crap eyeballs. <laughs> holy crap eyeballs. I do not. I'm not a huge fan of the art style. I will say, though. I was captivated. I, I, I'm, I was sold on the show the moment I heard it was getting an adapta- adaptation. I totally thought it was the same creator that did um, Welcome to the Ballroom. And I really badly wanted another season of Welcome to the Ballroom. So I was like, I was assuming it was the same creator, but it's not. Um, but yeah, I will admit that I'm I, the eyeballs. The eyeballs. They have some huge eyes. We'll see. I'm I'm more kind of mixed on the body style. I I I'm I'm I I see why it's that way. Are you, are you body shaming the poor pretty boys? I I, I just get, I just shame the eyes. So <laughs> I get why they're doing it, mostly because of the mm. fact that it 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 sh- it makes the the characters look more graceful. So I'm I. It's one of those things that I'm going to want to see it more in some, I, I don't think that the PV is really selling me on the, on the character art. And, and so I'm really mixed. I, it, I, I know that with like, it's definitely going very ballroom, shoujo-ish, very long necks and stuff. Yeah. I, I, I know that with ballroom, I, I kind of gave a pass to the kind of longer necks, but this is the entire body is like that. And I'm, I'm having a real hard time with it. And I, but like I said, I see why they would do it. So it'll be interesting to see how this pulls off. And like Andrew had said, I liked ballroom. I, 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 I can see myself enjoying this. I I'm, I'm hoping that they pull together a really good story to, to make this all just pull together. And as it stands right now, I'm mixed on the art. <laughs> yeah. I think, that's, I think that's my only sticking point, but um, I'm hoping it'll be a solid story though. Yeah. Like I said, it's been kind of hype for quite a while now since it was announced and it's finally here. So dance, dance, dance. You. Definitely check that out. If that's interesting. We got our next one. This is kind of a, this is kind of an interesting one when I was kind of researching this show particularly, or at least all the shows for this season. That is to become a real heroine, the unpopular girl and the secret task or heroine, uh, Taru mono kiraware heroin to naisho no oshigoto. This one, the synopsis is Hiyori left her hometown to pursue her passions, track and field, by enrolling in Tokyo Sakuragaoka High School. Looking for a part time job in Tokyo, she ended up working as an apprentice manager for her classmates and Lip X Lip members. Yujiro Someya and Aizo Shibazaki. The story resolves around the coming of age of Hiyori as she juggles school, extracurricular life, and managing, and lip x lips, lip 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 cross lip. It could be just lip lip. 
<laughs> as they shine. It's the X is always different depending on which one you're reading. Uh, lip lip as they shine on the sti- the stage. So the interesting thing that came out of this whole thing is um, the show itself is a sh- is a story built off a song by Honeyworks. Which, for those that don't know who Honeyworks is, Honeyworks does a bunch of really great um, Vocaloid songs. And so this is basically a show made from the title of the song <laughs> of of that was created by Honeyworks. So I was very, very interested to see that. I, I think we've technically had a couple things that's come out of Vocaloid stuff. Um, and this is definitely another one to add to it. Studio is LaDuce. Uh, the series competition is being done by Yoshimi Narita, who did Senpai is Annoying and I Start You Again, third show. <laughs> so I'll be, I'll be interested to see how this one kind of turns out. I'm, I'm not like, I guess it really depends on how focused it, it it's on the aspect of here's these important people that she's kind of working with and look at their great lives. Or if it's going to be more about her, like, like the synopsis kind of leads you to believe this coming of age story of her growing up and, and dealing with life while just trying to pay the bills and whatever. Um, it could turn into be something really uh, interesting. So just that aspect of her struggles and what she could possibly go through is what definitely has my interest. I'm just curious how much it's going to be, yeah, overly focused on the side characters. So, yeah, the lip, 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 lip I don't care about. Hopefully the story's not too focused on lip, lip. I don't know. <laughs> she looks is. adorable, so. Yeah, she looks a little frazzled. <laughs> she, she got a little bit of frazzled to her. Just trying to, trying to, but again, it goes back to that aspect of her juggling too many things and if that's going to be a lot of wear on her, so. It could be cool. But definitely is something that I wasn't really paying attention to until I started looking into it. And I'm like, hey, this actually has a pretty interesting background to it. So we'll see. We'll see. Moving on to another Disney Plus show. Yes, we have Black Rock Shooter. Black Rock Shooter is coming. Uh, this one is Black Rock Shooter Dawn Fall. This one is done by, going to be done by Studio Burberry Animation CG and Burberry Animation Studios. So their CGI studio and their regular studio. Genres are action. The uh, director that's working on it is going to be Motoki, Motoki Tanaki, who did rewrite Rasaya and Kinmoza. Kinmoza. Uh, series composition and script being done by Makoto uh, Fukami, who did Revisions, Berserk, the new series, not the old one. A Magical Girl Spec Ops Asuka, uh, or, and was the creator of Magical Girl Spec Ops Asuka. So. Script work by Ryo Yoshigami, who did Psycho Pass 3. And, uh, of course, the character designs by Fook, because Fook is the one that made the character designs for Black Rock Shooter. So. We've gone through this entire mm. PV, and I see no Miku in this. Technically, Obviously. what the Black Rock Shooter is supposed to be is a characterization of Miku. Oh. Okay. Wasn't it the whole story? I thought I thought I was just making a joke, because... Oh. I mean, she's supposed to be her own character, but it's technically, like, I think based off of Vocaloid, so. No, I, 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 it's, it's obviously something. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a, an, ent- an entire, like, fandom around Black, Black Rock Shooter. So, I can't, I, I am very interested in it. I'm not sure I'm big on the visuals. It's so mixed. Of, a lot of, a lot of CG in this. And it is, it literally looks like it's pretty much 99% CGI. It the the problem that I'm having is, is like I think they're doing an interesting 
style of it. It definitely has a different it has a different style than your typical CGI. It looks like they're trying to really blend it in. They're trying to blend it in a way that is very unique. I mean, there's some of it like yeah, that's that's obvious, just plain CGI. But there's a lot of it, especially around um, Blackhawk Shooter, where it's it's they're trying to there's then they have to throw in the super hyper detailed rocks and stuff. Why do why do you start to do this super hyper detail stuff? Don't do hyper detail with regular anime characters and CGI. <laughs> Anyways, um, again, I. <sighs> We'll see. Again, it's going to really kind of depend on how this is distributed, if I'm going to go out of my way for it or not. But it's definitely something I will be checking out. Again, like I said, I'm not... I'm I'm never the one that just throws something away just because it's CGI. So I'll definitely give it a shot. I just don't know if it ever is going to have legs. I've never known Black Rock Shooter for having like some engaging storyline behind it. Um, obviously, they've had a lot of video games and stuff like that, but never really been drawn to it. Story-wise, I I love the artwork. I love what Fook did with that character, but it's never it's never been about the story. So we'll we'll see if it actually has a compelling story to really go with it. But um, it's an oddity. It's definitely an oddity for the season. Black Rock Shooter Dawnfall. Very odd that Disney Plus chose that one. Not to say that's a bad choice. It's just I guess they're just really trying to. Maybe they're banking on her popularity. So. Don't write it down already. What if something's in the synopsis that you're afraid of? Just wait a couple seconds until I finish the synopsis. <laughs> no. Next one we have, super excited for, In the Heart of Kunoichi Subaki. Or Kunoichi Subaki no Mune no Uchi. This one, the story centers around titular Subaki Kunoichi, the best student in her school. She lives in a village of women who, with the rule that they cannot have contact with men. However... She has a curiosity about men that cannot be revealed. That she cannot reveal. That she cannot be revealed. Makes perfect sense. Being done by Studio Cloverworks, the sources of manga, the genres are comedy, supernatural. The creator is, of course, Soichi, Shoichiro Yamamoto, who did TZ Master Takagi-san. And even so, Ayumu draws closer to the end game, which, of course, is going to be a series that will be adapted in summer. So, And the music's being done by the Peckies. So, theme song, anyways. So... Yeah, this is a <laughs> this is one that I've been pretty super excited about ever since they announced they were doing an adaptation for it. Even enough so that I went and checked out a couple of chapters of the manga. I wasn't super sold on the manga, but I mean the concept itself really does have me. And plus, I really do like this mangaka's work, especially with Tuzi Master Takagi-san. They know how to really pull off you know cute situations and characters and uh, uh, seishun. <laughs> youth youth and uh puppy love aspect which definitely is what it's kind of going for with this aspect of you know queen chi sabaki being kind of obsessed with the idea of you know finding a man and and what could possibly come from that so yeah i'm absolutely thrilled that we're finally getting this i i have been excited about it ever since i heard the name of the show and the concept of it and of course takagi-san and so yeah Super excited about this. I cannot wait to start watching this. Um, I'm gonna, I, I, I can only assume I'm going to love it. Yeah, it's, it, it technically is one of those aspects. Like I said earlier, where I, I wasn't like super sold when I read a few cap, uh, chapters of the manga. But I'm super sold on the idea that it's, it's Cloverworks working on it. And Cloverworks has been doing, again, some really amazing stuff lately. The PV shows me enough that they're going to just gonna take it to a whole nother level. 
Like I didn't see any of these really great shots in the manga and the PVP is already like going ham and it's like, okay, if this studio can really pull something off, I'd be super happy. Like it's similar to something like, um, Miss Koyashi's Dragon Maid. I read the manga of that, um, about the same, just before the first adaptation came out from, uh, Kyoani and they, the (laughs) Kyoani took it to like a whole nother level. Like it's really just in how they adapt it and the animation they do and how they portray the characters that can kind of take it to another level. And I'm really kind of expecting that to be a thing with this adaptation. And like I said, the PV is just already just going crazy with the animation and bringing the characters to life with a lot of the shenanigans, hair movement, all that kind of stuff. So it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm already excited because it's the, the mangaka of TZ Master Takagi-san. Then I kind of add on to that, the fact that the character designs look fantastic and then add on to that, Cloverworks is doing an amazing job on it. And it just the hype levels keep being pushed further and further. Now, again, is there going to be really good legs to give to this concept of, you know, I think somebody ends up running into a mill and then everybody starts thinking about it and they're not allowed to think about it. And just the shenanigans of the girls getting into because they kind of are curious will be will be interesting. So we'll see. We'll see. But again, it's it's definitely... I think it's probably my number one most anticipated for the season. Uh, for the new shows, at least, of course. But, um, yeah, we'll see what they do. It's definitely definitely exciting stuff. In the heart of Konoichi Sabaki. So, cool stuff. Moving on, we have Love All Play. Which I think that's what they say whenever they start another match. Love All Play? Isn't that what they usually say whenever they start a match? I don't know. The story follows Ryu Mizushima, who was once an obscure badminton player in middle school. How he strives to become top athlete and take his high school team to enter inter high tournament. Studio is Nippon Animation and OLM. The source is a novel and the genres are sports. It's about all we have for it. So, yeah. No, no, nothing really to note for the people working on it itself. So, take that for what it is. But it's a badminton sports show with boys. I have really nothing to add to this. <laughs> <laughs> not that I don't have anything against badminton. Um, like I said before, I, I played some badminton in the past, so it's not that I'm against the sports itself. It's just I'm seeing nothing here that really is to talk about. It's a guy that wants to go to tournaments. So you yeah, have anything? Yeah, you can't can't wait to see competitive badminton. Yes, hit that birdie, <laughs> hit that birdie. One that I am excited to talk about is our next one. This is definitely another one that's up there in my in my excitedness, um, just based on the concept itself. And that is Don't Hurt Me, My Healer, or Kono Hirer uh, Mindoksai. This one, the story, uh, the story of the series follows Alvin, a knight with saint-like uh, patience for annoying people, and Carla, a dark elf healer with a sharp tongue and a rotten personality who always speaks without thinking first. Together, they form a party and go on a fantastical adventures. Uh, studio is Jumondo, who's basically only done hentai, so that's a that's a concern there. But uh, Source is a manga. Zamas are adventure, fan- comedy, fantasy, slice of life. The series composition by Fumihiko Shimo, who did Dragon Maid, bottom tier character Tamazaki, Talentless Nana, Bofuri, and Golden Time. So, And this will be on Crunchyroll. So, Yeah, this one I'm... <laughs> I it's one of those ones where I we we heard that it was getting adapted. The concept of it sounded kind of funny. I watched the PV of it and I watched a, a, they had released like a clip of it and I'm like 
yeah, this, this sounds like this could be absolutely gold. Like, just, I mean, we see a lot of stories or a lot of um, comedies that are kind of centered around just kind of finding a concept and just breaking it or finding a, a certain element of a video game or something like that and just kind of throwing out the window. And this kind of looks like it's in that realm. This idea of here's the party and the healers are always the one that has to take care of everybody, heal everybody, keep them full, uh, cure their elements. But this is like where you, the healer is just kind of the most like, this is the healer you don't want <laughs> because it doesn't seem like they do their job properly. So what, I, what, what is the, what is the, what if you were to, to have like a healer who was, what, what is the shadow healer? Right, right. So yeah, the, the 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 concept is absolutely. I love it. I I I can't wait to see this. This is goofy, and yeah, yeah. This is a, the, she looks cute though. It, so it's it's gonna it's gonna help the fact that she's so dysfunctional is the fact that she's cute. So you can't really be mad at her. <laughs> but he's gonna be mad at her plenty of times. Obviously, <laughs> it's like the Goblin Slayer who's got the healer who's just a total. Uh, I don't know, just fail, fail, fail healer. But yeah, we, we've all had that healer. <laughs> we've all had that healer one time or another in MMOs so that you can watch a show and laugh at the poor guy that has to deal with it. So yeah, definitely excited for that one. Don't hurt me. My healer definitely, uh, definitely up there for me. Another one I'm pretty excited for. And that is a day. I mean, day. I'm I'm guessing it's day. Day. I'm on could be just be Daimon. Nagamo Inono returns to his Kyoto home for the first time in 10 years when his father is hospitalized. Nagamo is eager to take over uh, Ryokusho, the family's Japanese sweet shop, but he's instead asked to be a father figure to Itsuka Yukihira, the girl everyone calls a successor. This is being done by Studio Encouragement Films. The source is a manga, the genres are slice of life. Series composition by Reiko Yoshida, who of course had done uh, Hike Story, A Silent Voice, Liz and the Blue Bird, along with Nako Yamada, uh, Violet Evergarden, as well as Hakume Tomikochi. So, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, Nako Yamada is not directing this. So, this is like one of those rare cases where Nako Yamada and Reiko Yoshida kind of split. But still, Reiko Yoshida is very well known for a lot of her works that she's done. So, definitely a really solid series composition writer in there as well. So. Yeah, this is kind of one that I completely missed. At, at some point, they kind of announced this was going to be coming in spring, and I'm it popped up on my radar. I'm like, wait, what? what is this? <laughs> Checked out the PV, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this looks really great. This could be a really solid slice-of-life story. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely excited to see this one come out. Again, this is another one that I've heard from a couple people that this has got a great source material and to be excited for it. So I'll be definitely interested to see how this turns out. My big question mark is going to be around... I think one of the one of the synopsis that I read early on about this was kind of mentioning the aspect of him coming back home, taking over this sweet shop, and then suddenly out of nowhere, this girl pops up that everybody thought was going to be the successor. So I was kind of assuming it was going to be one of those things where they butt heads, but instead it seems like this is more going for an idea of, okay, well, she's going to be like an apprentice under him, or maybe she probably is going to end up showing in the ropes. I, there, nothing indicates that he knows what he's doing. So it could turn into one of those things where she's the one teaching him things despite the fact that he's taking over the shop. So yeah, she looks adorable too. So I'm, I'm curious if that will be, 
I don't know if there's an age difference between them. She obviously looks very young, um, but it could just be that she's very, very short, um, underdeveloped or whatever. But we'll see. We'll see if there's a, a possibility of romance there or if it's just more of a, again, well, technically it says a father figure to her. So it could be that she's very young. So either way, it'll be really cute if they turn out to be kind of a solid team. Uh, it could be that she just kind of doesn't have a family. And so she's always worked under his father. And so it kind of naturally assumes that he takes over for where his father was. Yeah. And I'm also curious if it's going to be one of those things where, what was the circumstance of him going to wherever he went to? Was it that they had a falling out with his father or if it was an aspect of him just kind of leaving the the nest, so to speak. So either way, I'm really excited for it. Looks like it's going to be a really solid slice of life. And I've been kind of into slice of life lately. So definitely for all the slice of life people out there, be on the lookout for it. Yeah, I'm, I, I, after serious consideration, this is definitely going on my list. I, everything about this screams, I'm going to love it. Um, from, I mean, it looks great. The character designs are, look great. The, the series composition, that being who it is, um, I have generally liked, or I, I can't think of any of those that I did not like. Um, so I'm very much, highly anticipating this and i'm i i hope i'm not going to be disappointed uh, because this could be has the pot potential to be just gold for me yeah okay i'm i'm now leaning towards bunny drop because it based on the subtitles which they could be wrong <laughs> it states that he's 30 years old and she's an elementary school student so that would kind of push me more in the realms of, yeah, the father daughter kind of thing, which again, it assumes that she possibly doesn't have anybody. Then it kind of implies that she's been going there. Um, so yeah, that could definitely more push in the realm of something that would be really sweet. Like bunny drop minus the manga, <laughs> which it could do, but we're going to, we're going to hold hope for this. So yeah, I I'm really looking forward to their, their relationship and that whole father daughter kind of thing uh, could be really sweet. So I'm curious. I'm curious if she's going to be just a goofball or if she's going to be snotty. We'll see. He may. He may have to gain her her respect. It does kind of imply that he's a prodigy too, so he could be really good at sweets. So, yeah. I I love how I'm learning things as we're going along with this. <laughs> so all the people that were screaming at the podcast because they know the story and they're like, no, they're not. No, they're not going to get together. No, they're age different. <laughs> oh, okay, they figured it out. Just, just, I just hope those people wait until the entire discussion of the show before they no, write their they shut it down. down and then they start cursing us. Yeah, out they they for... send us Discord messages and they're like, "Hey, th this is this way," and I'm like, "Yeah, just listen a little longer." Anyways, Daimon, it's D E A I M O N because I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. I'm yeah, that, I, my excitement as we talked about that went up, and again, really solid series composition writer. So that one definitely is probably going to turn out to be a fantastic show. And I'm kind of mad that I didn't put that in my, I think I put that in my list of most excited. If not, I'm mad now. Moving on, another one that I'm pretty excited for. That is your boy Kung Ming or Pari P. I, this is, I'm going to butcher this one. Pari P. Kome, I'm guessing is how it's going to be pronounced. Fate and reincarnation deliver brilliant military strategist Kung Ming from warring ancient China to Japan's modern party hotspot of Shibuya City, Tokyo. After a lifetime of battles and military skirmishes, Kung Ming 
wished with his last breath to be reborn in a world of peace and prosperity. It's nearly two millennium later, and he's finding his way in a very different world that uh, than that of his previous life. When he meets Echo, an amateur musician with uh, big dreams, the unlikely duo strike up an even unlikelier, fr- unlikelier friendship. Echo has smart, uh, street smarts to help Kong Ming navigate the strange new world, and Kong Ming will use his strategic, strategic mind to help Echo achieve stardom. Again, being done by Studio PA Works. The sources of manga, the genres are comedy, drama, music, slice of life, supernatural. And this will be streaming on High Dive. So it's your second show for that stu- that particular streaming platform. So, yeah, I, this one, I think the moment that we've seen the first PV release when they were announcing it was like, yeah, it's PA Works. Hello, <laughs> PA Works. I think it was like a little bit after Aquatope ended. And I'm like, yeah, PA Works just, gosh, you just they just know how to do care designs and animation and really setting setting kind of atmosphere for the characters. So definitely interested in that. Obviously, the other big thing that's going to come from this is the fish out of water aspect. So I'm really curious how fun that will be having a a war strategist now basically helping someone be a, a star. He's going to be a producer, son. Yeah, I, I just have this mental this mental image of her going, yeah, I really want to be a good singer and be popular. And he's like, okay, well, we'll dominate them all and take over their lands. N- n- no, I, I, th- that's not going to happen. <laughs> But I mean, he did technically say he wanted peace, so I don't know that he's going to be like a like war hungry. Just more of how can we do this in a way that still has peace. So it sounds interesting, uh, and I know that when they first announced an adaptation, there was a few. There was a f- well, not a huge amount, but there was a few people chirping like, "Yeah, this is a this is a really solid story." Um, hopefully, it gets adapted right. Yes, PA Works isn't always had a good track record for adapting good stories. I, I, I don't argue that it might be an adaptation problem or not, but most of their non-originals kind of flop. So we'll, I'll be, I hope this is going to be that one where it's like, finally, <laughs> we have a really good adaptation of a really good manga story. So, yeah. And she looks cute. She definitely looks cute. So I'll, I'll be curious to see what kind of... Um, kind of music they kind of go for is gonna be like carol and tuesday where they kind of do a lot of different styles obviously she's she's got like an acoustic star they show like a guy looks like he's doing rap so they might have a nice interesting mix of musicians hopefully they'll pull it off similar to how we have with carol and tuesday so yeah are we gonna see kung ming rap was he rapping at kung ming i want to see kung ming rap (laughs) that would be interesting your thoughts I don't. I don't know. I. I'm. I'm. I'm curious about it. Um. I'm not as hype. Uh. But I. PA Works generally does very solid shows. So, we'll 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 see how how it all all washes out in the end. I'm really curious how much focus is going to be on the rap guy because it looks like he's in like half the shots of the show. <laughs> it looks like he's in more shots than she the main girl is. There is so those like three main girl or main, three main characters, two girls and and the rapper boy. There is definitely some some of these scenes that do look really good, and I I kind of want to hear the way the the singing comes off. Um, I, I, did it sound good, or do you remember? It's just playing the theme song. It's not going to actually no, play what the they're singing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's just playing the same song. Yeah, that's disappointing. I I, I it's very poppy. 
yeah, I I definitely would would like to see some of these some of these scenes. I I think that they could pull off some really fantastic scenes with a lot of this stuff. That's for sure. Um, especially if they've got some good um, some good uh, music behind some of these scenes. So yeah, I there is some things that I am I am very excited about as far as this one is concerned. But like I said, I'm not as hype about it. Yep. Your boy Kong Ming. Check that out. That sounds interesting to you. Next one we have is Fanfare of Adolescence. Get another sports show. Let's get all these sports shows out here. <laughs> this one is Fanfare of Adolescence or Gunjo no Fanfare. This one, the story takes place at a horse racing academy that trains boys to become jockeys. The three-year academy is very competitive, and those who wish to enter must not only pass an academic test, but a physical and fitness test as well. Yu Arimura is a former popular idol who becomes enamored with horse racing after seeing it for the first time and wants to join the academy. I guess that's why they brought up the whole athletic thing. <laughs> well, they, idols are typically very athletic, so that doesn't that makes doesn't make sense. So, anyways, Shun Kanami was raised on an island and only experienced horse races through radio broadcasts growing up. Amane uh, Amane comes from a high class family in England. And his father is a former jockey. Amane has previously attended horse racing academies in various countries. The show follows the three 15-year-old boys at the academy. Studio is Le Deuce. I guess that's the second one. Uh, sources original, the genres are sports. The director is Makoto, Makoto Kato, who did Bloom Into You, Lord L. Melway's um, Case Files, Beautiful Bones, Script done by Naohiro Fukushima, who did a couple of episodes of Babylon, Eden of East, killing, uh, I've been killing slides for 300 years. And interestingly enough, this is probably the most surprising thing out of this entire thing. Music's being done by Swano Hiroyuki, so, okay. <laughs> like, like, does, does Swano, like, eh, let me see if I can get Andrew to watch a sports show <laughs> There like, go, Andrew. Like, the only way you're going to get me to watch a sports show very seriously is like, oh, let's have someone out here, Yuki, do the music for it. So, it's going to be the greatest uh, sports show that Andrew's ever he's, watched. He's like, man, this is amazing. Like, I, so what do you like about it? I don't know. The story sucks and I don't like the characters, but dang, the music cues just <laughs> ramp up every time. Um, but no, joking aside, I, eh, like, uh, it's like kind of the least interesting, sp- I mean, not that it's a bad sport. It's just for me. I think if you ask me a list of sport uh, sports that I'm into, jo- that the horse jockey is not one of them. So we'll see. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll definitely be checking it out just to hear some Swana hear you music and hopefully get a couple of the tracks in the first few episodes and be like, okay, that's the one they're going to use all the the entire show. So just good. wait until every time they jump over a thing, you, you're going to have one of the Swano Hiryuki ramps. Just yeah. ramp, yeah. <laughs> Is he going to make it? And then it just suddenly <laughs> slow motion that has that drop. Don't you give it? <laughs> just watched '86 this weekend, and they did it. They did it there. It was like you know you're building it up. I know they're building it up. When's she gonna do the drop? There it is, the great reveal. Dang it, Swan! I hear Yuki. How can you make this show so freaking amazing? <laughs> um, just right anyways. there. Yeah, that that's the scene. That's where the drop is. Right? Yeah, that slow motion jump. <laughs> Don't you give it? Oh, anyways, we'll see. It could be a really fantastic show. I, I'm always willing to give sports shows a shot. For those that don't know, 
and I think it's the same case with Chris, sports shows don't really work unless it's more about the characters in the sport. This, the characters, the slice of life drama around the characters has to be the driving force. The sport is never the driving force for my interest. So we'll see if it can manage to do some really good character building with the characters and do something interesting. But um, yeah, anything else on that one? Swano. Swano. Swano drops. That's why Andrew loves it. Uh, Swano does have Swano does have a this may be the interest. Swano does have one of his albums has a horse. I think it might be a unicorn on the cover. So maybe that's he does have a secret love for horses and so he's like, "Yeah, this is a sports show or about horses. I want to do music for it." Fanfare of Adolescence, check that out if that's interesting to you. Let's get another sports show in here. <laughs> I kind of joked about this, I think, late last year that out of nowhere we're getting a bunch of announcement for girls playing golf. So here's another one. This one is called Birdie Wing, Girl, a golf girl's story. Uh, this one, the story centers around young uh, young women golfers named Eve and Aoi uh, Amayashi. To the two come to uh, from complete different backgrounds and have the completely opposite uh, play styles. And together, they will shake the world of golf. This will be done by Studio Bandai Namco Pictures. It is an original. These genres are sports. The series competition, uh, series competition is being done by Yosuke uh, Kuroda, who did My Hero Academia work, as well as Alternative Gun Gale Online, Trigun, and Big Windup. So, solid composition there. So, yeah. If you like, uh, if you like golf, like girls... That's obviously a, a shoe in, but uh, outside of that, I honestly, I how much you want to bet the blonde is going to be completely bombastic in the way that she hits she really, really just, hard. She really the, just pinged that and golf ball exactly. If and, anybody's ever played Pena, she literally just pinged that golf ball like super, like laser beam coming out from the back of it that hard that she hit it. And and then at the same time you've got the the class president who's going to be about control and making sure that everything goes perfectly the way she plans on it. Yep. Yeah, no the the style is very plain looking. I'll say that um, character designs I'm not too sold on. I'm kind of assuming this is going to be one of those two girls against the world friendship, all that kind of stuff. So I'm not sure if it's going to have it a really engaging story, but. Again, like everything else, we will watch. We'll at least give them all a shot. So we'll see if it's got something significant behind it. I think the characters look uh, decent. I, I eh, the concept, it's it's golf, and <laughs> it's you golf. can you 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 can you can take that for what it is. I do like the idea of the kind of odd couple in there, but. When it comes down to it, there's there's only so much that they can do with that to drive the story. It's going to be a rivalry, uh, obviously. I, I mean, yeah, there's pro- the there two might of them drive be each other. yeah they 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 may at some point become a team to kind of offset it and then going against everybody else. Obviously, but, teams and golf is a thing. Yeah, I, <laughs> obviously, anime will make it a team. <laughs> if theme golf is typically a single person thing, but they'll make it into a team show. And if they do do make it into a team, that's a great team. I mean, you got power and then you've got control. That's what it all comes down to. Are you assuming that the blonde hair girl has to be power and and the Japanese black hair girl has I, to be That's what I said a few minutes control. ago. Yeah. Bombastic, you, super power. You, you're stereotyping the poor yeah. girls. Uh-huh. 
I'm not. They, they do. She looked pretty emotional there. She's got. She's she got one shot. Every time she hits, she's Some got uh, comet, comet things coming oh, off yeah. the back of the ball. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Anyways, Birdie Wing, golf girl story. So, we'll see. Uh, time for the sugar show of the season, Chris. I I, th- I think I had an will probably be pretty sugary, but it's going to probably be more loud and fun. This one's probably going to be the sugar show, I think. I mean, the, literally the title leads you to believe it is. And that is Miss Corporate Slave Wants to be Healed by a Lolly Spirit. Or Shachiku-san wa yojo yore ni iya seratai. This one is a little ghost girl gets worried when Miss Fushihara, a corporate slave, is working till midnight and tries to make her go home. While saying, leave now, the ghost... Should I say that? Leave now. The ghost... <laughs> the ghost girl helps and brings her refreshments, healing Miss Fushihara's heart with her preciousness. Be healed by the heartwarming daily life of cute little ghost and a corporate slave, Miss Fushihara. Being done by Studio Project Number Nine, the uh, source is a manga. The, com- the sort genres are comedy, slice of life, supernatural. The series composition by Hitomi Mie- uh, Mieno, who's of course done a lot of really solid titles, including the case study Vanitas, Higehiro, Amanshu, After the Rain, Flying Witch, Noragami, Snow White with the Red Hair. Really solid uh, series composition writer. So, yeah, this is definitely like looks like super wholesome, cute you know, spirits that make everybody happy. So, like I said, I think this will probably be the healing show of the season. So, the, the, yeah, little, kinda, the little lollies look really fantastic. Kind of like Senko-san and all that stuff. I the, I absolutely love it. I, I'm assuming the um, the made one's going to be like, I don't know, like a lolly zombie? Because you have, of course, the, the, the Neko spirit, the Nari. You have the ghost girl. So, I'm curious what the, the made one's going to be. It looks like there's just like a whole bunch of different spirits from of different types. <laughs> so. Yeah, they, they look like there was an oni of some sort. If, yeah. if you want to call them that, I, I, like I said, I I absolutely love the concept, love the characters, love it in in general. I I mean, I I I want to say that a while ago when Andrew had mentioned it, I I was excited about it then, and now seeing actual character movement and everything like that, it's only making me more hyped for it. I I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave now. <laughs> that is the Miss Corporate uh, Slave wants to be healed by a lolly spirit. Moving on, we have real uh, RPG Real Estate. This is another one that's been quite a while back since this was kind of announced, so good to see this one finally coming out. This one is uh, RPG Fudo-san. The story begins 15 years after the Demon King was defeated and the world has become peaceful. Kotone, who graduated from school and became a magician, inquired the kingdom-affiliated RPG real estate in order to find a new home. In reality, the RPG real estate has uh, was Kotone's place of employment, and together with Fa, a demon hu- demi-human, the priest uh, Rufuria, and the soldier Rakira, uh, they help support the searches of new homes for customers when various circumstances, with various circumstances. So. Studio is Dogokobo, so this will be the second show they'll be doing this season. The source is a manga. The genres are comedy, fantasy, slice of life. The director is Tom, uh, Tomoaki Koshida, who did Ikirupo, Ikibukuro 
Westgate Park, and Helpful Fox Senko-san. Series composition by Yoshiko Nakamura, who did Sleepy Princess and the Demon Castle. Tada-kun, uh, Tada Never Falls in Love, Monthly Girl Nozaki-kun, and Saki and Miyano. So, solid director and series composition writer. Yeah, I'm I'm I think when we first talked about this and I still kind of am at this point very mixed on this setup cuz and I, I think a lot of my fears comes around the Dragon Ghost house hunting like how obviously they're probably going to be going with the idea of, you know, RPG tropes going to different locations to try to find housing and then playing off the jokes in those different dungeons and stuff. But um definitely has a cute cast and I'm I'm like I said before, I love Dogokobo. And I always look forward to their works. So we'll see if it can do some fun stuff with that idea. But like I said, I, it, it does feel like it's probably going to be an RPG trope type of story. So just manage if it has legs or not. I I absolutely love the concept. Um, I I really, really wanted Dragon Ghost House Hunting to work. Um, there was aspects of it that I did enjoy, um, but it didn't it didn't really pull it off as far as I'm concerned. This one I'm hoping will actually be able to pull it off. So I'm still I'm I'm still super excited about the concept. Um and hopefully the cute girls can pull it off. So Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll see, we'll see. Alright. The end card has me questioning. <laughs> like why does the reset girl have to like have some skimpy outfit? It's like what where did that come from? Or was it the the, the end card? I thought it was the end card. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, like a garter belt or something like that. Just like strap outfit. Interesting. Anyways. She's obviously the warrior. Yeah, she's got yeah. perfect... I mean, she had a sword the, earlier. That's so the best she, armor is nothing but straps. Armor, yeah. yeah. It's RPG real estate. Look forward to that one. Moving on, we have an original. Again, another one that's been quite a while since it was announced. It's good to see it finally coming out. And that's Healer Girl. This one, the anime depicts the world of Healer Girls. High school girls who cure people when with singing. Uh, this one's being done by Studio 3 Hearse. This will be an original series by them. These genres are music. The director working on it is Yasuhiro Irie, who did Eden, of the, uh, just Eden, the Netflix Eden movie. Uh, Full Man Alchemist Brotherhood OVA, as well as Scorching Ping Pong Girls. Series composition and script work being done by Noboru Kimura, who has done work on Amine, uh, Warrior at the Borderline, as well as Gundam Build Divers, Kokoku, Knights and Magic and Amagami SS. So interesting there. Yeah, this one, like I said before, I, I've been kind of interested in ever since it was initially announced. Um, it's one of those ones where I guess it really depends on where it's going to be taking it as I'm really curious about. Obviously, the PV kind of takes it in some really interesting directions. My original assumption, it was just going to be a very pure slice of life uh, story about girls that have the magic of healing in their voice, but then again, the PV kind of takes it in some weird directions at times. So I don't know. It's one of those ones where I'm like, there's such little information to work on. It's going to highly, highly depend on both how well, how interesting and likable the characters are, as well as how I, I kind of don't want it to get too crazy fantastical. And like I said, some of the PV makes it me believe it's going to get crazy fantastical. So you think so? Or do you think that they're just, well, well I mean, they're maybe, flying maybe around. Just, they have just, some crazy scene at the very beginning. That makes me wonder where, what we're doing there. So was it I mean, it looks it? like choir girls. Um, but then at the same time, yeah, I, I, I see a lot of this, this 
off the wall stuff. I'm I'm assuming that that's just yeah. This stuff right here. This this is the stuff that has me concerned right here. Where it's like it looks like they're getting in some crazy singing battles and stuff. That's the stuff I don't really. I'm not really expecting, and I don't really want. You don't think do that it well. it's just their their imagination? I mean, I I don't know. They look like I, they were I'm, fighting each other, so I'm not sure if it's in their imagination. But I guess it could be. I, I mean, the, the the one of them it looks like they were they had cat ears and stuff like that. So I don't know. I I I I can't I can't blame Andrew for. for it looks the, all over the place. I guess it's my yeah. concern. I I like I said, I can't blame Andrew for for going that direction. I. I don't know. I, I, this is one of those that I'm definitely wanting to feel out more than actually just decide that this is going to be one that I'm going to be, I'm excited about. Um, mm-hmm. it's, I do like the artwork. I'm not sure I like the coloring. Um, I'm a little bit mixed on that, but it's definitely unique. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely one of those ones where it could either be a really fantastic series that I'm probably going to be screaming for people to watch, or it'll be like one of those, yep, yeah, that got a little bit out of the realm that I wanted, so it was a thing, <laughs> but we'll see. Like I said, I think my, a lot of my concern really comes around the PV. I think the PV's all over the place, and so I don't know if it's going to be as structured as I want it to be, um, but we'll see. We'll see what we'll see what their their plan was for this, and if it turns out to be something, because I do like the concept of, yeah, it's just the... Not really so much like, not so much the idea of it has to be the fantastical element, but more of this idea of a grounded existence that there are girls that are able to sing to heal people. And then getting the stories of the people that need to be healed, the girl coming there and, and, and helping them with that. Maybe some of them have limits to how much they can heal. That kind of stuff can come into play. That inability to perform as much as they need to in order to help somebody. That stuff could be really cool. Or maybe yeah, they maybe they have to actually train to get a little bit better with their healing and stuff. Which that could be what that is. It just looks weird. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see. We'll see. Healing girl. Let's see where that one goes. Moving on, we have Onipan, the show that came out of nowhere. I, I've, I've I've joked about it. Felt like Wit Studio came out of nowhere and said, "Hey, by the way, spring show, original, have fun." And I was like, "Yes, this sounds fun." This one's Onipon, three Oni kids who, through the power of Onipon, which is basically Oni and Ponsu put together, become human to fix, help fix the relationship between humans and Oni. The three girls transfer into a, a normal Tokyo high school to aid in their task and help fix the image by uh, revitalizing the town, sometimes jumping headfirst into school events and other times becoming idols. I think the other synopsis we heard was basically they're dispelling like the falsities that people think about Oni. So like they expect well, the Onis obviously do this and they kind of dispel that, that, that whole aspect. So yeah, this one, um, I, again, when we first heard that it was announced and it was again, coming in spring and we watched the PV, I was like, yeah, this looks great. I, I, I can totally see this being fun. It's being done by studio wit studio. So like I said, original by wit studio and, um, it's got a great director and writer behind it. We have the director is Masahiko Ota, who did Umaro-chan, Didn't I Stay to Make My Abilities, uh, Average the Next Life, and Gabriel Dropout, which I think were all pretty solid. And the writer was Takashi Oshima, who did script and series composition for Kaginado, Kuma 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 Bear, Uzaki-chan was to hang out, Kakushigoto, and Minami K. So a lot of really solid titles there. So, yeah. 
pretty hyped for this one. It, it looks good. The character designs are great. And again, with Studio, I'm sure, despite the fact that it looks like it's going to be more in the realm of comedy, um, it's probably going to get pretty goofy. And they'll probably have times where they want to flex, kind of like Kyoto Animation does with their slice of life. So we'll see. We'll see. I absolutely love the concept. Uh, I I think the characters look adorable. Um, I can't wait. I, I, I get the kind of the vibes of... Um, uh, what is it? Color, colorful Mitsubishi colors. Mitsubishi colors. Love that. I love that show. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting those vibes of just character, three girls who kind of want to fix things. And, and then they're just goofy, uh, hijinks of how they, I'm sure they're going to goof up and just goof up in just absolutely adorable ways. So yeah, love it. I, I'm super excited about this one. I'm just really curious how the Oni Pond comes to play. Like, do they have to, like, do they find a problem and they just have to, like, somehow get the person that they're trying to spell it to wear the Pansu? That's the question mark. And again, we're not talking about, like, like V-shaped Pansu. We're talking about, like, what do they call them? Like, the, they're, the they're fluffy pumpkin, shorts. Yeah, they're yeah. pumpkin. The fluffy uh, shorts. Bloomer type things. Yeah. Uh, if you've seen the, um, some of the Oni pictures, you, you see them kind of, they're kind of chibi ish. Usually actually, usually little boys that are, that have them, but yeah. Yeah. Like little fluffy shorts, mm-hmm. puffy shorts, I guess. Yeah. Oni pun. Looking for that one. Pumpkin bottoms. Pumpkin. I guess that'd be it. That's true. That's true. Moving on. This one's one that I immediately kind of threw away and I'm like, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> Hold on a second. I might actually have to keep an eye on this one really closely. Uh, this one is Estab Life Great Escape. The distant future, after reaching its peak, Earth's population fell into decline. AI was developed to help preserve the species and manage the ecosystem. A grand experiment in human uh, human diversity through genetic engineering, a diverse array of peoples, including beast folks, uh, magical beings, and more, was, recre- was created to live in a diverse city separated into walled clusters. Each clustered, uh, e- each cluster developed a unique culture befitting the people that live there. Their lives and their and the system is continually maintain- maintained by AI to ensure survival. Now, the re- the reason why I immediately kind of threw this away is, yeah, it's CGI, um, and not. Not the greatest looking CG, not bad, but we're not talking like um, Tesla notes here or anything like that. I didn't, I, I didn't realize the time. This is Polygon Pictures, and for those who know, I really enjoy Polygon Pictures. Not so much that I always think that their CGI's look great. I think even back with um, Nice Sidonia, I was it was the characters look pretty robotic, but the mecha was r- amazing. But Polygon Pictures always seem to adapt a lot of stuff, even if in CGI. Um, really great stories. Like even though they're CGI, the stories are great. But they've never done a very cell shaded look. So when I seen this immediately, the PV, I'm like, this doesn't look like Polygon Pictures. This is they're definitely trying a different styling here. They're going a lot more cell shaded. When I see the PV, I'm like, this what who whose studio is this? And like I said, I seen Polygon Pictures. I'm like, wait, this isn't Polygon Pictures. So that'll be a struggle for me. It's not their typical style. But I trust Polygon Pictures typically to do stories that I really enjoy in the end. Now, 
the other upset is that this is a multimedia project, so I don't really know what this is coming from and how they're getting the story put together. But the writer that's listed behind it is Shoji Goto, who is the creator of Full Metal Panic, Amagi Brilliant Park, and Cropcraft. Again, another kind of mixed bag for me, but at the same time, I know they have a decent pedigree there, especially with Full Metal Panic. Um, obviously, for a lot of people, that's a big one. Uh, the director is Hiroyuki Hashimoto, who did uh, Is Your Rabbit, Classroom of the Elite, Magic Girl Raising Project. So they got a lot of solid stuff behind them. So we'll see. Like I said, <laughs> the PV looks good, besides a little bit of that framiness that you usually get from the CGI um, anime. The cell shading looks good. Character designs are good. So it's a it's a huge mix back for me, but I'm I'm pretty excited for it just again based on the idea that we've ha- we haven't had a Polygon Pictures TV series in quite a while too. So that's a that's another big shock for me. They've been working like diligently on like a they did a Godzilla film and I think they went straight into doing like the whole thing with um Nicedonia movies and stuff. So I'll be interested to see them coming back and how their style has evolved. But yeah, I'm excited. This one's not high on my list at the moment. Um, the concept seems interesting, um, but that's minimally interesting at, at, at best for me. I, the, the concept of multiple different, uh, I, I, I don't want to call them races, but just different type of beast creatures and, yeah, it, it, there's a lot of stuff going on on the screen at the at and so I, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. That's for sure. It's got a we'll see. Chris gives it a we'll see. Esteb life. We'll see how that one turns out. And the last of the new shows we have to go through is Thurmai Romai Novai. This one is Lucius, a bath designer in the Roman Empire, accidentally slips back in time. It's back in time. Slips back in time. What? Slips back in time to the present day? Wouldn't it be forward in time? I don't know. Anyways, he slips. And he goes to present day Japan. And learns about Japanese bath culture in this uh, comedy. Yeah. Being done by Studio Naz. Uh, This is a Netflix show. This will be dropping on Netflix on March 28th. So pretty much right at the turn of the season. So you can probably argue that it's a a winter show, but I think that's about in the area of, of spring. But, um, yeah, sources of manga, genres are comedy slice of life. So, yeah. This is one that, like, the concept sounds interesting to me. Again, I've heard some positive things about the manga. Um, I was a little bit more... I shifted my, my expectations up quite a bit once I learned that Kendro Suda was going to be voicing the main guy, <laughs> Lucius. So just hearing hearing Kendra Suda um, react to a bidet or something is going to be pretty fun. But um, yeah, yes, it, I was laughing at something that happened in the PV. So yeah, not the fact that Kendra Suda is going to be voicing it. So yeah, just clarifying. He's that. going to make this show absolutely shine. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm excited about this. This looks absolutely great. There. Um, it's it's funny the because day day feels so good. I can just hear, <laughs> I can just hear Kendra Suda's voice. <laughs> yeah, this is this is one of those that I I never really um I never actually looked into this. It was one of those I think that we talked about it at some point, and the concept was like, okay, that sounds actually kind of goofy. Um, 
but it was one of those that I knew that there was a contingent of folks that like it, mostly because it keeps popping up here and there. Of one of those things of I I know the name Thermé Rome uh, for sure. Um, so it, it's it's one of those to actually see it actually in front of us, and it's like. I, I now I can finally see why people are going love this show and the, the just seeing the few clips that I s- seen in the the PV and it's like yeah I just just if 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 all the humor is based is similar to that and especially with uh like like and like we were saying Kendra Suda is going to blow this out of the water for sure so yeah I'm excited about this this sounds so fun. Yeah, the visual style is interesting because they're they're definitely going for like a very um, not a lot of movement, but kind of having a lot of uh, sketchy um, shading to the characters and stuff like that. So I don't. I hope. Hopefully, it doesn't not move. <laughs> I I'm just afraid. Ever since the whole thing with the um, Tatsu uh, way, the house husband, I'm always afraid of this kind of stuff when it doesn't look like it's moving too much. But we'll see. Yeah, and him falling into the water and the CGI was a little bit creepy. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Let's, let's good. Um, I might end up turning back on my Netflix once that comes around. Because I, I still got to watch Kataro Lives Alone. And that's bugging me that I'm not watching that yet. But that's it. That's all the new shows. Well, besides some shorts that we'll talk about later. Um, going into returning shows, obviously super excited. The first one is the return of The Rising of the Shield Hero Season 2. Uh, that's definitely probably huge priority for a lot of people. It's been, shoot, it feels like forever since the first season, probably a good, what, four years, maybe five years. It feels like forever ago that the first season came out. But yeah, that's, um, that's definitely a, I, I obviously have been pretty, pretty open about my dissatisfaction with the later parts of the first season, but I will admit that there's just a lot of good things about that series that I love. Raftelia being one of them, but yeah, I really, I really enjoyed the first season, despite my it it kind of piddling away for me for the later part. But I'm definitely super excited for where it's going to go from here. Yeah, I'm I'm ex- extremely excited. I I love the show, the first season of it, and I can't wait to see more of it. I I I was chiming on the fact that hurry up and get us another season of this already, and I'm glad that it's finally here to watch more. Finally. I think it's as elusive, it's as elusive as another season of Overlord, and they're both finally coming. <laughs> so we think it could be delayed, disappear. Uh, next one, Kaguya Summer Love is War, season three, ultra romantic. Obviously, is another one that's a lot of excitement around, and I am super excited for that to come back. I, I think the thing that I I note the most is it with the fact that we've gotten three seasons of this, it really does feel like we're getting that full story from the manga, and it does feel like progressively over time you're you're seeing that developing romance that's happening between the two main characters and i just cannot wait for more it's it's a it's an interesting concept in the idea that it's a it's a it's a setup style joke system where they do segmented jokes like here's the concept they're going to present and they play off that concept get to the punchline and then cut to the next scene but it's never gotten old it every single every single time it gets me either a smile um, it gets the Doki Doki's going, or it has me laughing out loud. So I I cannot wait for for third season of that. So good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, for sure. I this is one that that's one that I definitely another one that I I 
was hoping that we would get more of and finally have that is for sure. This is the gaps. Okay, the okay, gaps thankfully said, haven't been too long. When you said, okay, this season is stacked. I did not, I didn't take you as serious as obviously he, he keeps bringing up more and more shows and it's like, dude, chill. I, I already had to knock off like five of the things on my list. I'm seeing scratch and now we've, I've got, well, you don't have to worry about putting got, sequels yeah, exactly, in Exactly. But still, I, I've got to watch all these shows. Come on now. Now what? Yeah. Your watch list is going to be huge, <laughs> but the list that we make at the end of the podcast is, is never sequels. So, uh, yeah. Coming song can't communicate season two. Um, that's the thing. Uh, again, another one that didn't really take too long to get a sequel, so that's probably really great for a lot of people. Because I think that was a f- that was a fall show, wasn't it? I think that was a fall last year show. Like so we it. only had a only had a season break for it. So I'm excited for everybody else that's a fan. I probably won't watch this season of it. I wasn't this, the first season didn't work for me too much, but I'm super happy for all the fans that they're getting more of it. I'm um, definitely going to watch it. I'm thrilled that it's coming back. I if, love that show. Yeah, if the romance does a lot of really great stuff in the season, Chris can let me know to watch it. Um, I don't know at this point if it's going to be on Netflix again. Um, they they don't have to get the second season. They may not get the second season, but we'll we'll have to wait and see. I haven't seen. I haven't really seen any announcement from from Netflix on it. So, and I don't think the trailer is from Netflix. So let's see. That might be a telling sign. Yeah, it doesn't say anything. So, I'll be careful. Show Pro. I don't want to have it on the screen for too long. They might they might send me a cease and desist or something. <laughs> That's a good enough reason for me not to watch. Uh, Me Song can't communicate. I don't like Show Pro, so there's another reason for me not to have to watch it. Day Day Live four. So Day Day Live's coming back. The fourth season of Day Day Live, which I'm sure a lot of big fans of that are excited for. I've always been mixed on the series, so we'll I'll definitely be checking it out. But yeah, I, another. Another shift in the studio for it, which is funny. I think every single season of Daily Life has had a different studio. We had JC Staff, we had Production IMS, we had AIC Plus, and now we have Geek Toys. So have fun with that one. Yeah, love it. Can't can't wait to watch watch the this season of it. Uh, there was it was going into stuff that uh, on a character that I really really love, and I can't wait to get more of that. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Uh, Science Fell in Love came is coming back. Uh, Science Fell in Love, so I tried to prove it second season. So there you go. But that's one that I didn't really keep on. So I'm, I think Chris finished it. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll I'll dig into this one. Not as hype as some of the other shows, but yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Here's the ones. Here's the big ones for Andrew. A Sentence of Bookworm season three is coming, Chris. Yes. Just, 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 just kill me. I, I. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm can so I happy. go ahead and quit my show? My, my, my. Well, no, I got to take care of doggy. So no, I can't quit that. Just. Yeah, I think even if we made enough money to support both of <sighs> us, I, I don't think it would be you'd, you'd give up on the doggies. Uh, Citizen of Bookworm season three. I'm super happy. Um, this is a series that I've been barking about way too much. I think people are sick of me talking about it at this point. But I like the fact that every time I talk about it, I get at least one person that's like, "Hey, yeah." I went and watched it, and I really like it, so I'm excited for season three. So we've been getting a lot of people on Discord that are all getting caught up on it in preparation for the third season. So. Good job, guys. You're, you, I, I, I'm hoping everybody's loving it. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those ones where it's like uh, I, I, I talked to somebody on Discord just a couple days ago and because um, we were asking about what their big picks for the season was, and somebody's like, well, you know, what is, what is the show about? And I'm like, I kind of explained it, and I said, 
You know, it's one of those shows where you can figure out if you like it or not within two episodes. It's not one of those ones where it's good at 10. You know if you like it or not within two episodes. So I definitely highly recommend people checking it out. I cannot wait for third season. I love mine so much. I cannot wait for more of her story. So that one, that uh, this one hit, hits all of the underdog buttons for me. And plus cute character great story wholesome yeah funny it's just so many so many buttons that that just work for me yeah yeah uh another one demon girl next door i'm super pumped for season two of demon girl next door i absolutely love the first season it was an absolute surprise for me and i cannot wait for the second season of it um for those who don't know it's basically this girl's family is a family of demons and they live amongst humans but their problem is that her entire family has been cursed by the magical girls. So like sometime in the past, the, a magical girl beat their family and cursed them to poverty, basically. So they always have money problems. And so the main girl decides she's going to free their family from this curse and defeat the magical girl. But turns out the magical girl is like super nice. <laughs> and uh, surprisingly, the, the end of the first season was getting into a very interesting story. Um, they were actually doing something with the overall story that actually surprised me. So when I heard that there was a second season, I'm like, yes, please. I love this show. Uh, the the work they put in, I think they said that they were going to have the same group working on it, the same team, which is fantastic because I think a lot of the the extra additional like sound cues and sound effects and animation that they put into it really did sell it. So I cannot wait for more Shamiko. She's adorable. Uh, the Magic Girl is fantastic. So... Yeah, super, super happy for this one to come back. For sure. Uh, the Dawn of the Witch. This one's an interesting one. Um, I, I think the problem that I had with um, Rimwire of Zero, the original series, I had... So, the Dawn of Witch is technically within the same universe, like a sequel to Grimoire of Zero. And for those that have not watched Grimoire of Zero, it's basically this, this Grimoire of Zero, this, this, this mage that is super powerful, and it gets into her dealings with some... I don't know, he was like an apprentice or something like that. And this big, huge tiger guy that always follows her around and helps her out. And I, I kind of like got a little mad at that series because it, it, it shifted away from the adventures they were going on. And it focused too much on one thing. And I kind of liked it when it was it, them just adventuring around. But um, despite that, I, I liked the world and all that kind of stuff. And to come find out, they have a sequel series, The Dawn of the Witch, which is about some other characters, but still within that same universe. I mean, even the key art has the Grimoire of Zero characters in it. Um, it does have my interest. And I really do like the character design of the main girl. So I'll be interested to see how this turns out. But it does have it does have a little bit of excitement coming out of me. It is definitely curious. Uh, I, 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 I don't know that I've ever... We, we do get kind of the um, alternate perspectives... Be, here and there. So to have an entire sequel based on another, another character in the universe, it'll be interesting to see. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely very How curious. About it. I cameos. love, I do love, I do love, uh, Grimoire zero. So having a effectively a, a sequel that will continue the story. It is, is one of those that, yeah, I can, I can get on board. Yeah. I guess I should read the synopsis cause it technically is kind of its own story. I can't remember who am I? What am I? Seville is a student at a magic academy who has no memories of anything uh, before he joined the school. No understanding of who, um, why he's there. The time he spent at the academy feels hollow and empty. 
and since he does not know, uh, since he doesn't know how to work hard, his grades are always the lowest of his years. Then one day, the school headmaster Albus orders Seville to participate in a dangerous special training. I want you to spread the use of magic in areas where they are they hold witches uh, hold witch hunts, which was technically a very big part of the Grimmar of Zero, by the way. Um, it has only been a few years since the war between the church and the witches came to an end. The world has not yet fully accepted witches and their magic. Uh, this is a dawn of the age where the, of of the witch. Uh, this is the story of how a young man, a boy who was in a uh, a young man, a boy who is no one's no one special, and his companions, who all hold wounds in their hearts, set on set out and end up finding themselves. There you go. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. The Dawn of the Witch. Um, this is so confusing. <laughs> this is so confusing. So, um. Love Live's coming back. Um, not Superstar. Uh, that apparently is later. No, Niji Gasaki, Gakuen School Idol, Dokodakai 2. So, the Niji Gasaki is coming back. So, I, I, did, I thought that we got a second core of this one already, but apparently they didn't do a second core. They went straight into Superstar. And so now they're going to do the second core of this one. And they'll go back to the Superstar one later. I always thought they came in two cores, and apparently they never did Nijikasaki, so they're doing the Nijikasaki one now. Which, honestly, is the one that I didn't really get too much into. I kind of like Superstar, but this one I didn't get into. So, yeah, that's uh, exciting for Love Life fans. Um, I will probably be skipping this one. If I have time, I might go back to finish Nijikasaki, but it was one of the ones that didn't really get me too much. It's one of those things. It felt too... This is the one that felt like super staged. Like, every interaction the characters had, it felt like it was a stage performance. Like, they would have an emotional point, and then suddenly they go to the side of the the roof, and everybody's down there cheering them on. It's like, what is going on? There, It it is frustrating that... um, Because the last two Love Lives, I want to say, that I've ended up having to fall... Ended up just uh, letting fall through... And it's not for a lack of not liking it because each one of them has, has had their own charm. It's just literally it's which one can I, can I kind of clip here and there and, and love live is ends up being one of the ones that ends up I'm enjoying it, but it's just not, not as much as I'm enjoying these other shows. Either way, I want to get back into it. I, I, like I said before, I think superstar was working out the best for me. So I might go back to that one. Um, before this second season comes out, so yep. Magia record, Puella Magia Madoka Magica side story final season Dawn of the Hollow Dream, <laughs> longest title ever. Yeah, if you're watching that, check that out. I'm I gave up on it a long time ago. I I, I still want to go back to it, but again, I'm still I'm still jaded about the whole gotcha game thing. But yeah, did you keep up on it? No. I I love the concept, but it it's one of those that, yeah, yeah. Kingdom Four. That's one that I, I really need to get caught up on that series. I, I've, I haven't even started it, so as much as people watch. as much as people yeah. hype it, I, people are hyping yeah. the hell out of it, and I just haven't I haven't got a chance to get around to it. So we'll see if I can do it this time. <laughs> Probably doubt it, but it's definitely one I need to. Build divides coming back. Code White, second season of uh, Build Divide, Code Black. So, 
check that one out. I I didn't care much for the first season, the first few episodes that I watched of it. So it's just a carp battler type of thing that's trying to be super dark, but it's not really. Who knows? Uh, Shin Ikitosin. Ikitosin's coming back. That's exciting. Um, unfortunately, heard here recently it's going to be three episodes. So uh, ARMS, the studio is working on it. They're apparently back. They went bankrupt. So apparently they're just going to come back and make another arms ikitosin is not going to save you <laughs> it could be i mean that that etchy sells sometimes man i agree you can do but some, it's if not you can make it's something. not going to it's not going to <laughs> give you enough it it could be they're just having to fulfill a contract that could be also the case Maybe. you know even though they're bankrupt they have to fulfill a contract so who knows um i'm kind of into it i we've had a sad lack of action etchy shows so I I'm love for it. I love Ikitosin, so I any anything I can get from it would just give me. So yeah, yeah. I I am I'm, I'm hype over it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm Warrior at the Borderline Part Two, so that's coming back. So I kind of fell off on that one. Um, I don't think I'll get back to it, but because I didn't hear too many great things about it, I do really want a good solid 2D mecha you know, series and it's done by a kind of a side studio of sunrise and it pretty much has the Gundam people on it, but I wasn't really feeling it too much. I might go back and watch it, but no, no promises there. Ultraman season two is coming out. Um, this will of course be on Netflix dropped on April 14th. I really, this is another one that I'll probably be checking out. I did enjoy the first season of it, even though it was full CGI. A lot of the battle scenes were really well done and had some really fantastic choreography. So I'd go to the SSS before I watch this one, so don't expect me to go and watch this anytime <laughs> soon. The SSS. The SSS shows. The Gridman shows. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tiger and Bunny's coming back, finally. We're, we're finally getting a second season. I haven't really heard too much from the big fans of Tiger and Bunny if this is something they're excited about or not. It's one of those ones where it's like, Hey, Tiger and Bunny's coming back for a second season. I figured are they really as, in, as, is, as is, much hype happy? was going on on that. I I'm well. I know Tiger and Bunny's like super hype. Yeah, like everybody loves loved. Tiger Bunny that watch it. I I sadly have not got a chance to do it. I'm just wondering after all this time, one are the Tiger and Bunny fans from way back then are still around, yeah. <laughs> and two, do they want this? Like, is this some like oh crap? This is doing this. Based on what you're seeing, is this like this is Tiger Bunny? Are you getting that out of the PVs and stuff? Um, that's my big question mark for the big Tiger and Bunny fans that are that are still existing in the anime sphere. But yeah, April eighth is when that's going to be dropping for for Netflix again. Um, like I, I didn't mention earlier, but yeah, Ultraman will be on Netflix as well. So yeah, that's it for the returnings. Um, oh, besides one short down here, uh, but our shorts, our shorts are our next Two. area. Two Yato- shorts are returning. Yeah, they're both returning. That's right. Yatogami-chan apparently is coming back for a fourth season. <laughs> I, I, I was kind of mixed on the first season. Um, I thought you loved I never, it. I, I, thought, I don't Well, remember. you loved the voice. or the voice I think actor. it was the Seiyuu. Yeah, I think the Seiyuu is what was selling me on it. But it was nothing. It was. It's kind of one of those things that, if I remember correctly, it was like one of those locational things. Like, it's basically just selling a location. Gunma, was it? Or No, that was the Gunma show. I don't remember. But... Yeah, Yatagami Chan is coming back. Yatagami Chan, uh, Kansatsu Niki, uh, Yon Satsume. So we'll see. If it's short enough, I might get caught up, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> and yes, the last one we're going to get into uh, 
saving another really fantastic show for last, and that is Kaginado season two. I'm so glad this didn't have a huge wait for a second season. Uh, we had the first season, I think, was in fall. Um, and it's fantastic. For those that don't know what Kaganado is, it's essentially taking all the key properties, key studio properties like Angel Beats, Clanod, Air TV, all these beloved stories from visual novels and just cramming them all inside of one location and just absolute shenanigans and references to the visual novels they're from and the stories they're from. So the first season was great. I, I laughed so freaking much. I, as much as certain jokes made me angry because they were playing off of really tragic scenes. <laughs> that you kind of get from key uh it, it really did feel like them just making fun of themselves and yeah. i loved it for that so and I that that wait. i think is probably yeah, they, nothing was was held back they they made fun of the basically poked at the fandom they poked at themselves they poked at the writers they poked at they acknowledged what people were pointing yeah. out like yes we know <laughs> they they just went no holds barred i and i love it for it and yeah technically to not spoil things they technically did introduce one of their biggest franchises at the end of the first season. So we'll see how they play off of that particular franchise, which is another one that's kind of tragic. So yeah, fun stuff. Again, I, like I mentioned before, I think the only one that I'm not really too versed on is rewrite um, because technically all we've gotten from rewrite is a spinoff question mark story from rewrite, not necessarily getting into the characters of that story. So, but I never really felt lost whenever they did pop up on the screen. But everything else is like, yeah, I got every joke and I loved it to death. Well, I I think that uh, for for all of the the beefs with with rewrite, it wasn't it, it. You did get gathered generally what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, um, and yeah, shows for continuing from winter into spring will be Requiem of the Rose King, Q, and Kodama Kawashiri, which I know everybody's excited about. Q, I, I I am glad that I'm going to get a little bit more time to. I'm I, I'm a few episodes behind on that one, and I'm very disappointed that I ended up letting that one slide. But I unfortunately I, left it behind that, because I knew that it was going to go too coarse. So I didn't know I didn't have to get into it immediately, but it, I was enjoying it. I'm glad that I get to c- g- get back on that one for sure. Yeah, Requiem, I did not even get a chance. I I seen how bad it was getting kind of destroyed by both ratings and people the source material so i'm like eh, i think i'll probably avoid that one i yeah. think they're i think they're apparently rushing too much stuff because it's too much stuff to cover unfortunate um some onas and movies and ovas to look out for obviously i am super super pumped for odd taxi odd taxi is getting a movie odd taxi in the woods and i'm really excited to see how they kind of wrap up an obvious a little, a little thing left hanging at the end of the TV series. Um, I love the series so much, so I'm excited to see what else they can end up doing with it. Um, and it seems like they're going to end up doing like a little bit of recap. So I don't suggest people watch the movie unless you watch the TV series, even though they're supposed to recap and retell it. Because I think that what they're end up doing is explaining through that recap. And I'm afraid it's going to lose a lot of context if you don't see the entire series. So I'd recommend people checking out the TV series first. But again, that's my speculation. Um, Quintessential Quintuplets movies is coming out, which that's obviously exciting for people. I don't know when, when we'll probably see it. Uh, Bubbles is going to be on Netflix. And that one's another one that I'm really, really excited for, which I'll probably be watching it when that comes out. That's going to be on April 28th. And that's apparently, it's obviously from Wit Studio. Uh, the PV looks very... <laughs> It looks very uh, Attack on Titan-esque. So, uh, so obviously being from Wit Studio and from the team of Attack on Titan, it's going to look a little bit Attack on Titan-ish. It looks like it's just a bunch of people kind of 
jumping around and um, doing parkour and stuff on top of the cities. It's something about like suddenly bubbles appeared and kind of shook the entire foundation of the world itself. And it has a bunch of kids trying to survive and, and living up the, on the skyscrapers or something like that. It's very, um, let's see here in Tokyo, uh, where gravity was broken. A boy and a girl, um, are drawn to each other, drawn to each other. The story is set in Tokyo after bubbles that broke the laws of gravity rained down upon the world. Cut off from the outside world, Tokyo has become a playground for a group of young people who have lost their families. Acting as a battlefield for parkour teams, battles as they leap from building to building. Hibiki, a young ace known for his dangerous playstyle, makes a reckless move one day and plummets into the gravity-bending sea. His life is saved by Uta, a girl with mysterious powers. The pair of them hear a unique sound audible only to them. Why did Uta appear before Hibiki? Their encounter leads to revelation that will change the world. So, It looks absolutely spectacular visually. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see how that one turns out. If it has a really compelling story or if it's just going to look really beautiful. I mean, it could be both, but yeah. I, it's funny because I thought I seen somebody the other day say they watched it, and I'm like, wait, it's already on Netflix? And then I looked at the, the release, and I'm like, no, it's not supposed to be on Netflix yet, so I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that to come out before I jump in there. Oh, it's written by Jenner Bucci? I forgot that. Wow. Yeah, Bubble just got like 50 times more interesting to me. I knew Suwano Hiroki was supposed to do the music, but yeah, I didn't know Jenner Bucci was going to be working on the writing. Holy crap. Yeah. Definitely watching that one. Yeah, I remember right. That was the reason why I was I was a little hesitant to jump on this. That's right. Because, yeah, we did talk about it on that discussional. I think we did mention that. Yeah. I forgot. Yep, yep, yep. Cool. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. I think that's I think that's it for all the And to be clear, it's not it's not because I I think Jen Jen Arabushi is an absolutely fantastic writer. He is absolutely fantastic when it comes to making sure that things are not undone. He doesn't leave a lot of... He doesn't do fake outs and he does death with a purpose. Yes. Uh, it, it, but he is known for being very brutal and yeah. that is... I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> He's a mean writer. But yeah, that's that's it. That's everything. Good stuff. Did you write anything down? Yes, I did. I, I wrote a lot down, but, and so much so that I have cut a few, um, just to get them out there. My, my, my mentions are going to be spy X family, um, uh, love, love versus world domination. Uh, don't hurt me. My healer and RPG real estate. Um, the ones that I'm definitely, uh, the, that I'm going to put up in my top five that I definitely want to watch. And I can't, I'm, I'm not going to miss these. Is Onipan, uh, healed by the Lolly Spirit, um, Diam Diamon, Diamon, um, yeah, yeah, the, Diamon, the, Diamon, the 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 the, the, the sweets uh, guy, um, in the heart of Subaki is easily one of my tops for sure, and um, Aheron is indecipherable. I that those those are easily the ones that I'm most excited about. I cannot wa- uh, wait to see those. What was the one that I I realized I didn't think I mentioned? I think I I think it was Diamond. I thought that I didn't mention Diamond in my video, and I I, I did mention it apparently because it's in my list here. So 
Um, my list, I did like five or 10 of them. So it, it was, I was able to cheat my video and now I can't cheat anymore. So now I actually have to break it down. I know for sure in the heart of, uh, Konichi Sabaki, Ahiren Sanen is indecipherable and Daimon has to be in the list. After that, I guess Onipon and Vyx family question mark. Yeah. Now you're you're at around ten, just like I did. I mean, <laughs> I it, it, when it even though I had it, down here my honorable mentions when I did the video, so you got like twenty in your if you count your honorable. Mentions. I, I, that's, I that's just flat out cheating. Now. I literally did like an I did like a quick breakdown video talking about my most excited shows, and I literally almost listed every single show of the season. <laughs> It, 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 you're 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 very right. It, this this season's definitely got a lot of stuff that I'm excited about, and it's it's gonna nuts. be really hard. And then yeah, all the big dumps that they're doing on Netflix with like yeah, like Ultraman and and Bubble and the Odd Taxi movie coming out. And yeah, I get it, it, we technically cheat a lot by the fact that whenever we do these lists, we're we're cutting out the returnings. We already we obviously know it's Endless the Bookworm, Demon Girl Next Door, Kaganato. Um, Kaguya Samalova's War coming back. Shield Hero is obviously going to be really exciting. Christopher, Chris, Komi-san. But then jumping into, again, having such a great... We, we, I mean, to be honest, with a lot of the previews, it's like we're not really super excited about a lot of the titles we're going through. I mean, there's a couple that are like, this got uh, this this writer or something behind it. Not, nothing to be super excited about, but this is one of the few, case, few cases where it's like even shows that I've never looked into their source material just based on either the PB, um, the art style or whatever, or just like the fandom behind it, you know that it's going to be something that you have to keep an eye on. Well, so. well consider this, okay? Um, I Like I said, I've got 10, 10 shows on the list of shows that I'm most excited about. I cut those out and, and said these are the f- top five that I'm most excited about. Okay, if you take that into consideration, 10 shows, then you take into consideration the returning. that that That's at least another, what, five? One, two, three... Uh, four, Eight. five, six, <laughs> six shows right there that is guaranteed on my list. And that's not counting the ones that I just didn't really put on the list because I, I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to make it a down. short yeah. list. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm booked up. I, I, yeah, and I hate that because that means that more shows are going to slip through the cracks. The more and more shows that are on the list that I want to watch, the more and more do tend to get slipped off. Yeah, it is one of those ones where I'm wondering after this season if 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 summer's going to feel like a huge letdown. Now, granted, I think they already mentioned, I think, uh, Overlord's coming in summer. Uh, so there's going to be some really popular shows in summer. But, man, how do you how are you going to follow up this season? Now, granted, mo- all these shows could turn out to be total duds. <laughs> but from all the signs, it looks like they're going to be all incredible. So, um, yeah, it's it's scary. It is absolutely scary. Um, I did do a shout out to find out what people are most excited about on Discord. So, if I can scroll past the millions of people that have replied to that thread since then, um, too much conversation, bad. <laughs> How dare you guys do too much conversation? Uh, I, as usual, you definitely go to atakuspear.com. There is a socials links up there. You can find our Discord link, so you can join us there. Definitely welcome people there. King Aaron said Spy X Family, so definitely join you on that one. Star K said Shield Hero. I've been waiting so long. Rewatching it was a good fix. Nice. I, I did think about rewatching Shield Hero, um, especially to kind of see if my the thing that I keep talking about, which is that that fall off point, is as bad now watching it again. But um, 
Yeah. King Aaron also said Kaguya-sama's Love is War Season 3, so that's good as well. A little familiar of Zero. I'm thinking about going back and watching that one again. Grimoire of Zero or Familiar Grimoire of Zero? Grimoire of Zero. Okay, I'm going to say I'm both. <laughs> I need to watch Familiar I, of I Zero, really, too. So. The other day I ran into an art of Familiar Zero. I'm like, I really need to watch that again. <laughs> Con Art says, uh, the big hitters and probably Aoshi... I'm a sucker for sports anime, so there you go. Somebody going after that one, even though we didn't talk much about it. Uh, see here. King Aaron says, King, you gotta say, like, all of what you're looking for. I don't want to have, like, a message every two minutes of you saying something else. Summertime Render, uh, after reading the manga, so he's excited about it after reading the manga, so that's good. Uh, Patchface says Summertime Render as well. Tomodachi Game, uh, Sachikusan, uh, Kome. which one was that one? You're saying all the Japanese titles. How dare you? Uh, Aoashi, also another another Aoashi. So a lot of people are excited for Aoashi. Uh, Spike's family, Komi-san, and Shikimori-san. So yeah, a lot of those that were we were kind of noting as well. Connor says, Spike's family, I held off on reading the manga for a while, so long because it was a matter of time before it got to an anime. So hopefully it will be well adapted. Good point. Wormy-senpai says, does this bubble movie count? Yes, we're, we're counting it, even though I didn't put it in my list, uh, my short list. TCB says, uh, Spike's Family, Worm, uh, Bookworm Season 3, good on you. Thank you. Komi-san Season 2, in any order. Um, if Slice of Life a fan, you're going to want it, you're going to be eating up the upcoming season. That's, I agree. We were kind of mentioning that earlier. It feels like there's a lot of really solid Slice of Life popping up in this season. So, that's good stuff. And the rom-coms, like I mentioned before, rom-coms are definitely picking up as well. Kabubalu? Kabubalu? <laughs> I've never said that out loud. <laughs> I've never said that as much as you've been on Discord. I've never said that name out loud. <laughs> a spy family. Um, I've seen the trailer for it, and I'm, it's my type of comedy. Looking forward to Aheren San. I don't know anything about any of the uh, uh, about any other than the manga summary. So, Carbon Soda says Nijisukasaki Two. So somebody's looking after that Love Live, um, as well as Demon Girl Next Door Season Two. Good on you, Bookworm Season Two. Good on you, good good Carbon. Uh, Aheren San as well. So. Solid ones. Why bookworm season two? I, I it's, he says season three, but I for some reason wanted him to watch season three two again. So don't worry about it. <laughs> TCB says a hair and son diamond is right up my alley. Comfort looking as a uh, slice of life. So yeah, definitely agree. Uh, War Machine Seven says Shield Hero all day. OVA for Mushoku Tensei. Yes, which that was supposed to be. I supposed to be here soon. Would you? Are we gonna call that? No, I think it was in May. I don't remember. I have to look it up. I'm, I need to look that up because I need to be looking forward to it. Although I'm not sure others will be good, so I look forward to seeing how they turn out. So definitely keep an eye on my first impression videos, obviously. Forstickman says, shows I'll be checking out. That's definitely not a very short list. Shield Hero 2 from Raftelia. Love is War, Ultra Romantic. We'll see how it progresses. Uh, Shikimori is not just a cutie. Looks interesting. Daily Live. Kurumi Best Girl. <laughs> Couple, of course, couple of cuckoos. Uh, been enjoying the manga. I'm quit. I'm quitting heroing. Could be fun. Summertime rendering sounds like some sort of mystery. It's in the list of genres. The greatest demon lord is reborn and is a typical nobody. Sounds like fun harem. Uh, Mega Sekai wa Mob ni, which is a life is hard for a mob in a Atomi game. I've uh, been really enjoying the light novel. Um, Nijigasaki Season 2, Love Live, uh, enough said. And The Dawn of the Witch could be interesting. Yep, 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 yep. Curious if you, I, I don't know if I check with you to see if you'd watched Grimoire of Zero. 
So, uh, Nyonko Sensei says new shows by X Family returning since as a bookworm. Yes, Shield Hero, Kage Sama, Love is uh, War, and Daily Live. So good stuff there. Four Stick Man, are you listening to us? Because you're typing. You better not be adding more. <laughs> uh, what else do we have? Flying Scroll says Shield Hero and Shikimori is not just a cutie. A lot of lot of fans for the Shikimori. Uh, Shikimori. Uh, King Aaron, add another one to Odd Taxi. Sabansu said nothing, uh, had no idea what's coming up next uh, season except for Shield Hero. So he's probably waiting for this podcast episode. I had a, <laughs> I had a, I had a wrote a book. <laughs> Let's see if I can break these down quick. Love All Play, Aharon is indecipherable. Not clear if Heater Girl is an idol or a drama. It looks like it's going to be a drama. Birdie Wing Gold uh, Girls Story. So he's after the, the golf girls. To Become a Real Heroine, um, Spy X Family, which is obviously exciting. Shikimori is not just a cutie. Looks like a pretty solid rom-com. In the Heart of Sabaki, uh, Big Forehead Lolly. That's about it. <laughs> that's his art style. That's definitely their art style. I don't know if it's a he or she. Um, obviously, a uh, movie, Black Rock Shooter. Is this going to be a movie? I thought it was going to be a TV series. I have to look at that. Um, Summertime Render seems pretty cool. And uh, Juntama... Oh, that's uh, your boy Kyung Jing. Kyung Ming. Oh my gosh, now I can't say it. <laughs> I was doing so well. Uh, then we get sequels. Uh, then we get the sequels. Shield Hero 2, Komi-san, Demon Girl Next Door, Kaguya-sama. Um, watching Demon Girl Next Door. And I'm, I'm the most... All of which I'll be watching, but Demon Girl Next Door is the one I'm most excited for. Thank you. Somebody else has a love for Shamiko. Caesar said Shield Hero and Spikes Family for me. Good good picks. Ilno says Bookworm and Kaguya. Not much on Komi. Um, had enough for, for enough only first season. Shield Hero already finished reading the whole novel. Nice. Is it ended? I didn't know it ended. Wano says Kaguya, Shield Hero, and Spikes Family. I'll have to figure out a better way of doing this in the future because there was like like conversation blew up and everybody went crazy, which is great. I I love the conversation. Um, but yeah, like I said, if if you have not already, go to the talkspear.com and go to the social links and click on that uh, the Discord and join because a lot of great people in here that all love talk about anime and that's that's where the fun is. Yeah, we even got into an argument about who's best girl in quintessential quintuplets because as you do. As you do, you get into a conversation about quintessential quintuplets. If I miss anybody, I apologize. I will, I'll figure out a better way of doing this um, in the future. But it was a lot of fun hearing your guys' feedback. So, yeah, that's it. That's that's the spring 2022 anime season. Looking forward to it. I hope that you guys are terrified of what's to come. And you all join us in suffering with way too much stuff to watch and not enough time. Um, and as as usual, definitely make sure to subscribe to... Uh, Taku Spirit on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ataku Spirit, uh, so that you can get my first impressions of everything. And of course, if you're not already subscribing to our podcast, so you can hear our first impressions episode, which will, I think this time I'm going to, I'm for sure doing a two parter, maybe three parter. There you go. We might have to do it with this much shows. We might have to do a three part first impressions because <laughs> usually our first impressions last like, oh crap, usually up to four hours plus. And now this is gonna this is gonna be a lot of stuff to talk about. So and for this to be two and a half hours, the when we actually do the first impressions, which we actually take the time try to take the time yeah. to talk, mm-hmm. it, yeah, 
yeah, that's a good point. It's going to just make it take longer. But, um, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed. As usual, we're at TalkySuper.com up there. There We have these social media links. Definitely join us on all our social medias and follow us and subscribe and everything. We hope you all enjoyed. And as usual, you all take care. Os. Anya Pinatoski. Hmm? Hmm. <laughs> 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 <laughs>